Main Street Media Thursday Night Football Game of the Week is on the air. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Tennessee Safety Highway Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, to bring you tonight's action, here are Wade Neely and Scott Stewart. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week. High school football coverage brought to you all season long by the fine folks at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We come to you tonight, a Thursday night showdown as the West Creek Coyotes have made the trip over to Laverne, where the Wolverines are awaiting them. Joined by my trusty friend and colleague and Pulaski citizen publisher, Mr. Scott Stewart. Wade Neely saying hello. And Scott. Football season has finally arrived, my friend. We're ready. You can feel it in the air here on week one. You feel it, Wade? Do you feel it? I mean, hey, just in time for football season, let's just look back. Last week this time, there's no way you think about playing a football game as hot and as humid as it was. But Mother Nature knows when it's time for football. And do you feel that breeze? It's not quite fall yet, Wade, but – you can yeah, tell it's coming. A little touch, a little touch. The weather gods uh, definitely hooking us up tonight. As again, we are on the campus of Laverne High School, just uh, down I-24, a 24 showdown, as it were, as West Creek up in Clarksville makes the trip down. The Coyotes getting ready to take on the Wolverines. Again, you're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night high school game of the week coverage brought to you the Tennessee by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. And, Scott, we really have a great game here tonight as West Creek and Laverne, two teams that have struggled to find their footing in the last couple of seasons. And the good news for one of these teams is they're going to come out of here with a victory and they're going to get it on Thursday night. They'll have an extra day to maybe savor and celebrate a get little bit here Get ready for the tonight. next one, right? Yeah, Laverne, uh, obviously the host team tonight. The Wolverines will be hosting, as you said, the Coyotes. The co- or is it the Coyotes? So we're going. I mean, I've been I've been going back and forth all week, and you may see me uh, interchange, but I guess it's Coyotes. Yeah, I mean that's there. what that's the way I've always said it. Well, we'll, we'll I, we will probably do both because I think both are appropriate. So the Coyotes up from West Creek, just in their what 14th year of uh, football up there, and uh, Clarksville's got. You know, I was looking at their region. There's four or five Clarksville teams in their region. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, Clarksville could have its own region, Wade. And then, uh, and Laverne here has moved into a region where I think they got Smyrna back in their region with them now, and uh, that's a obviously a big rival because you can throw a rock and hit Smyrna from here. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, these two teams are really going to get themselves kind of in shape for those big region battles that they got coming up for them. We'll talk a little bit about who these guys face throughout the year, but yeah, two teams that are really looking to to make a name for themselves early in the season. And these two programs coming in uh, off disappointing seasons last year in terms of overall winning record. Uh, Coyotes four and six. Laverne comes in two and eight. Laverne actually, though, had a shot to make the playoffs in the final week. So kind of a theme for tonight, Scott Stewart, is this uh, identity that these teams are trying to establish here. West Creek, this is crazy, folks, but they have never had a winning season in yeah. program history. Just one playoff berth, like Scott referenced. But they're trying to rebuild. There's hope under second-year head coach Rob Gallowitz. He's kind of got them trending in the right direction, hopefully. And really, kind of the same script for Laverne, honestly, as uh, they continue to build under third-year head coach Mike Woodward, who's a coaching veteran in Middle Tennessee. So 
two programs maybe just kind of trying to take those steps in the right direction. And again, one of them is going to get it done here tonight. Right. And and just to let you guys know, I think it's pretty interesting. Maybe we ought to introduce ourselves a little bit to there our new go. audience out there. Uh, we've got about 26 minutes before this ball game is ready to start, and West Creek has not even hit the field yet. So I think we're going to have plenty, plenty of time to test our chops tonight, Wade. As we wait on the as we wait on getting this game started, so let's introduce ourselves. And uh, th- this is the uh, maiden voyage, the maiden broadcast of Main Street Media Radio. And uh, any of you guys that are listening to us, you probably you're in Middle Tennessee. You are under the umbrella of Main Street Media Tennessee. There are 13 newspapers, a television, a, a streaming television station, a streaming radio station now, as official as of right now and uh, even some uh, online digital newspapers in Nashville, all the way from Kentucky to Alabama, you're listening to Main Street Media uh, Media Radio. Wade, Neely, and I, we are from the newest members of the Main Street Media team. We are from Pulaski, Tennessee, Giles County. And uh, we invite you guys to go to PulaskiCitizen.com. And and really, most of the papers here in in, uh, Main Street Media have this story explaining who we are and, and what we do. But we just wanted to let you know who we are. We are Main Street Media Radio, and we are going to be bringing you every, most every week this football season, a game of the week here on Thursday night in Laverne here in West Creek would would be uh, the first one. I am Scott Stewart. I am your, I will be the color analyst. Wade Neely is our play-by-play. He's the sports editor of the Plasky Citizen. I'm the publisher. And we welcome you in. We like to have fun when we do a ball game, Wade. Yes, Everybody sir. needs to understand that. Uh, <laughs> we do. It, it's all fun and games when it's football for us, and we love it. Uh, we have been both of the two of us have called uh, co- collectively going all the way back to the late 1990s. Uh, uh, we've been calling high school sports in so many different ways for local radio. And we and the one thing that I'm excited about, there's two things. Number one is doing this with you because as much as we've done together, we've not done a lot of broadcasting together. And number two, I'm glad that they're gonna let us out of Giles County. And we, we go we get to come out and see some of the great uh campuses. You made the you made the point. I I actually used to work up at Smyrna back in the days when I went to MTSU. I never had come over here to the Laverne High School State uh campus. It's a beautiful campus. It's lovely. We're gonna get to see a lot of great campuses. Right. Yeah, well said, and you made a great point. Uh, they let us out of Giles County, folks. Yeah, right. So really, yeah. uh, we'll see how this thing goes. Uh, we don't get out uh, too much, but Scott is exactly right. It is so good to be with you guys. Uh, both he and I have been uh, doing this for a long time in southern middle Tennessee and excited to kind of expand and bring you guys some uh, quality, quality matchups here. And, again, we're on the campus of Laverne. West Creek is a little bit uh, tardy. I can tell you guys there was major traffic on uh, 24, so I was caught up in a little bit of that myself, so hopefully West Creek is going to uh, get ready and get situated just as soon as they can, but also while we've got uh, a little time, we do want to break down and run down yep. the schedule that we have planned for you guys, which me personally, and I think you agree, as a, as a football guy, we got a really, really nice setup here. Uh, we're at Laverne tonight. Next week, we go to a game that's a little closer uh, to you and I's backyard in Giles County. It'll be Marshall County hosting Shelbyville. Good matchup That's next Thursday matchup. night for a week two ball game. Those are two really uh, no love loss between those no, two rivals, so to not. speak. There, week three we come right back uh, up this direction. We're over in Davidson County at the brand new digs of the all new James Lawson High School. They'll take on Stratford 
in week three. So that is going to be a big showdown to close out the month of August, September 14th. We dip our toes into Division Two as CPA hits the road and takes on BGA. Yep. Should be a really great battle between those two Division Two squads. And you mentioned Murfreesboro earlier. How about the showdown to close us out in the month of September? Oakland travels to Siegel. Rivalry game written all over it, my friend. Uh, one, one of those teams didn't even exist when I was going to MTSU. And, and basically, as I was telling the young man who was here with us, that works for the Murfreesboro Post, which let me let me stop and, and backtrack just a little bit. The information that I got today for, for tonight's game, I got a lot of it from our sister Main Street Media newspapers. And I would like to encourage everybody to get you a subscription to your local Main Street Media newspaper. And here's why. It's not it's yes, it's great that we've got this information. We cover all these high schools and all that. It is supporting local journalism, which is something that we at Main Street Media uh, are on fire about. You need your local newspaper. You've got them there. If you're listening to us, it's most likely that you've got a Main Street Media newspaper in your community. We're asking, I'm asking you to go and give them a shot. I got my information on West Creek from the uh, Clarksville Main Street Media newspaper. I've also got some information from the Murfreesboro Post, which is also a Main Street Media newspaper. Now, all that said, let me, let's go back. Whenever I was here, Monty Hale, who was our Main Street yeah. Media, oh, yeah. our, our Murfreesboro Post uh, sportsman, sports editor here, he was still at the at the other newspaper, and I was I was his intern, and I was covering Oakland and, and <laughs> Riverdale, and uh, and Cannon County was coming up here, mm-hmm. and all those games. I mean, I was covering that stuff. There was no Blackman, there was no Siegel, Siegel, there was none of those other teams existed. So I'm excited to see Laverne, see one of these other. Um, Murfreesboro teams come up here and play uh, and play Laverne or play Murfreesboro, uh, uh, play in Murfreesboro coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll close out uh, the month of September teams here, with a bang as uh, it does look like West Creek is finally arriving and making their way into. As you're listening, by the way, we'll get you your October games here in just one second. But I want to remind you, you are listening to Main Street Preps Thursday Night Game of the Week coverage, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Scott Stewart there, Wade Neely here. Scott, the month of October. Another big matchup, Ravenwood travels to Franklin. That's on the first uh, Thursday night in October. And then at the end of October, got another Division II game as Brentwood Academy. A lot of hype about Brentwood Academy this year. Uh, They take on MBA. And there are a few weeks, we're not going to make any promises, there's a few weeks that we've kind of purposefully left open kind of just to see if the scheduling gods, you know, will throw us a bone and maybe we catch – a rivalry game uh, on a fall break or something like that where they move it to a Thursday night because it seems like that happens almost every year. It does. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, something generally happens every year. And, and, yeah, we would love to fall off into a perfect matchup. So it, it's good to leave leave that open a little bit uh, just so we can we can uh, just on the fly, I guess you will. Wait, and I know our way around Middle Tennessee. We'll go anywhere and call a ball game. Have have microphone. We'll, we'll call a game, Wade, and uh, – Looking forward to every single game this this year. I, you know, people ask me, why in the world did you sign up to do, do this? All you got going on, and I'm like, you know, I get to I to set up all these games because we do have our local broadcasting. Uh, and it, by the way, let me just say this: if you're if you're Thursday, it's Thursday night, mm-hmm. and these two teams, the guy, the fans are going to have uh, listen to their ball games. Their ball games are going to be over if you ain't got any, if you don't have anything to do on Friday night. Tune us in on Pulaski Citizen Live. Down at Pulaski, you can listen to Giles County take on Page. 
You can also listen to Richland High School take on Lincoln County. We've got a couple of good little schools down there. We've got a, a Class A school and a Class 3A school. Our Class 3A school, has, uh, Giles County High School, has finished uh, uh, has lost to Alcoa, eventual state champion, two straight uh, two straight years in the in the uh, semifinal in the uh, actual the semifinals. So I would just uh, invite you guys to listen to us there. But anyway, I say all that just to say, hey. We know we, we, we've caught a lot of football, and it's going to be fun to actually get out here and see some different kids play as much as we love our own kids. That's right. And that, we re, that's really what we want to do, too, is highlight these kids. And that's, hopefully that's what comes out of our broadcast. Well said, my friend, and a, kind of really a perfect segue because we opened up talking about West Creek, who is uh, just arriving on campus, uh, if you're just joining us. Game uh, about 18 minutes away from starting after they'll go through their warm-ups. Uh, but Scott, these are two teams. I gave you uh, the rundown: West Creek four and six, Laverne two and eight last year. But they also lost a couple of their key playmakers, including two quarterbacks. Both of these schools are going to be breaking in new quarterbacks yep. tonight. Caden Pace graduates for West Creek last year, and then Javon Drake departs for Laverne. And so we've got two new teams, or two teams that are looking to find kind of a new identity and try and build some traction and get their foot in the winning door, so to speak. But they're having to do it by installing uh, a new signal caller. So that will be the interesting matchup, at least for me personally, tonight, to see how these two quarterbacks adjust. Yeah, and also I found it interesting when I was reading the uh, story from uh, the Clarksville, Main Street Clarksville uh, newspaper. And uh, the fact that the coaches went out, and they even talked about it in the article, did did what they call recruited the hallways. They they, they felt like they had, they were lacking some size, especially for for a five eight team, and uh and and so they went down the hallways and started recruiting the big kids, and they ended up with a young man that's uh that we're gonna see out there at center, and uh, Orlando Dean, six foot four, two hundred sixty pounds, walking the hallways, and uh were and they got him out there on the field. You know that's that's when you got coaches that are out there doing that kind of thing, trying to trying to find innovative ways to get kids on the field because let's just admit it, Wade, football is not like it used to be. It used to be the fall was just for football. Kids kids are diverse now. They don't they don't play as many different sports. They pretty much, uh, they, there's a diversity in what all the kids are doing, but each kid generally kind of focuses on a sport when they get to this level. So you got kids that are playing, that, that, are, that are getting ready for basketball that aren't playing football or, or even getting ready for soccer in the spring that aren't playing football. And so I like to see what these coaches are doing when they get out there and innovative, walking up and down the halls. Hey, get, why don't you come out here and see what you can do? And you end up with a two hundred uh, six foot four, two hundred sixty sixty pound uh, center out there. That's the kind of stuff I love to see. Yeah, uh, not every day you just are fortunate enough to find one of those. No, uh, just kind of wandering around the hallways. That's ro- right, roaming around. So uh, we are going to run down the rosters for both of our teams here in a little bit. We've already given you a little background on us. We've already given you a little background on the two programs, and we've also ran down the schedule. Um, it's okay with you. I say we take a quick break. Yeah, let's take – and let's not forget our third member of our team that you will never hear well, if, he, if he has his way about it. You but know what? Uh, maybe I was going to say maybe that's just a, a secret sneaky way to see if our good friend, Mr. Justin Kulik, is actually <laughs> uh, still at the, the controls back there at headquarters. So we're going to take a, a quick two-minute timeout. We're going to call a two-minute timeout. And when Scott and I will return, we can tell you that West Creek has arrived. 
They're going to go through their warm-ups here in just a matter of moments. 15 minutes or so listed on the scoreboard. Hopefully, we'll get it off and running after that. But a reminder, folks, you are listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you all season long by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back in two minutes from Laverne. We take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week. High school football coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Who want to remind you, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Alongside Scott Stewart, I'm Wade Neely saying hello. A little bit of an extended pregame here as West Creek was delayed uh, in their arrival. But they are here and our officials have now arrived. Teams are uh, finally getting closer and closer toward this kickoff, which obviously... Uh, we're four minutes past the top of the hour. We'll be a little bit delayed. But, Scott, you Just can't for... rush greatness, some would say. So I, I feel like. No, no. Hey, yeah. I feel but... like we're in store for a good one tonight because, as we've touched on a couple of times, both of these teams really, really could use a win to start off their, their season, yeah. to get it off on a great note. Four wins for one, uh, what was it, uh, West, West Creek and two wins for Laverne last year. Yeah, both of these teams are itching to get a season started off well. 
And uh, and yeah, it, this the team that wins this game, like you said, West Creek and, and their coach said it. They're looking they're looking to make the playoffs for the first time this year, and uh, he they feel like this kind of game right here can get them going down that down that road. And uh, the kind of confidence you bring out of a first game like that when you go and you play a team that you can beat and you do beat them, it's 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 really you can't calculate exactly how much that means to a group of young uh, group of young players. Cannot be overstated uh, the impressionability, if you will, and yeah. the confidence. Uh, yeah. You're right, and we mentioned second year head coach Rob Gallowitz for West Creek. He's trying to ignite a fire under him, and then. Veteran coach, but he's in his third year as the head coach at uh, Laverne. Is Mike Woodward, uh, also been at Antioch for a number of years, and then uh, been a part of the Laverne staff. Found it interesting that both of our coaches were on staff prior to getting the call up, so to speak, to the head coaching position. So they paid their dues, and uh, they are ready uh, to get things underway. We've also uh, kind of gone through a couple of highlights, but. Uh, Scott, we also want to run down some of the schedule, uh, and we might get interrupted for our anthem here in a moment. If we do, we'll step out for a quick break. But let's uh, I'll run down the Laverne schedule here. Obviously, we're kicking it off tonight on a Thursday night versus West Creek. Next week, they're at Siegel, September 1st versus Wilson Central. September 8th, they're on the road at Page. On the 15th of September, first region game, rivalry game, like Scott mentioned, versus Smyrna. The 22nd, they are home to Cane Ridge. The 29th is a rematch of that heartbreaker they lost last year to McGavick. October 6th, they're on their bye, and then they close out the season with at Green Hill on the 13th, the 20th versus Stewart's Creek, and the 27th versus Antioch. That is the schedule for Laverne. For West Creek, next week they're at Green Hill. September 1st, they're at Rossview. That's their first region game. Like Scott mentioned, basically a all Clarksville region, essentially, in 6A football Well, there's eight, there. there's eight teams in the region to start with, and five, and five of them are from – four or five of them from Clarksville. Massive so, uh, demographic up there yeah. to pull from to, to get all those schools, including a brand-new school who I mentioned here at the end of their schedule here. Yeah. At Rossview on September 1st, September 8th, home to Kenwood. September 15th, home to Clarksville High. The 22nd, they make the long trip over to Clarksville Northwest. They have another Thursday night game on September 28th versus another Rutherford County team. They're going to host Stewart's <laughs> Creek. So uh, those two teams are going to get it on. October 6th, they travel to Clarksville Northeast. The 13th is their bye. I like the idea of scheduling a bye on Friday the 13th, uh, especially in October. That, that just has good juju written all over it. Trust exactly. Me. Trust, trust yeah. me on that. October 20th, they uh, have Dixon County at home. And then the brand-new school in uh, Clarksville, Kirkwood, comes calling on the 27th. So that's the schedule for West Creek. The Coyotes, as Scott and I have uh, mentioned, they've only been to the playoffs one time. They had a 5-5 five and five season, and they are really trying to kind of get back and pull themselves up off the mat. I will tell you, though, Scott, it is – uh, interesting to note. How about this? Hold on to your hat for this one, partner. West Creek never had a winning season, only been to the playoffs once, but they have, to their credit, an NFL alumni already. C.J. Board, this is from my good friend George Robinson, who's a Clarksville guru up there. 
The 2010 West Creek uh, squad features C.J. Board, who went on to UT Chattanooga. He played a couple of seasons, really featured with the New York Giants. And then last year, he was a member of the Tennessee Titans practice squad. So how about that for a program that has not had a winning season and only one playoff appearance? So they've got an NFL uh, player to their credit there. That's that's pretty amazing. and uh, it does, But it's not surprising considering uh, – where where they're coming from that Clarksville area is a, is a lot like the Murfreesboro area to be honest with you it's, yes. it's growing uh faster than they can keep up with it so you are going to get that kind of that kind of uh caliber player out of it you know there's the traditional northeast and northwest up there we've always been heard about them all of our all of our lives anybody that's followed any kind of any kind of uh high school football has all heard of those but you were going to talk about that new team is that the Kirkwood team mm-hmm. Yeah, brand new team up there. They're like I said, they're just like everybody else. Uh, you know, whenever I grew up, whenever I was here at MTSU, you had Laverne and you had, I mean, you had Laverne, Smyrna, uh, you had Oakland and Riverdale. Riverdale, that was back when Riverdale was the team. I mean, they were just taking names. I and and any of you MTSU Blue Raiders out there will remember I covered Oakland whenever West counts. Former MTSU Blue Raider quarterback mm-hmm. was the quarterback. A sophomore, West Counts out there trying to take on Riverdale, and Riverdale poor poor West got beat up something fierce. But uh, that was back in the day when Riverdale was was the team, and now things have swapped up so much. You got Blackman, you got Siegel, you got uh, all these teams, and the same thing going on up in Clarksville, where now you've added instead of just Northwest and Northeast and Clark, you've got West Creek, you've got. Uh, and you've got uh, the new t- new school uh, Kirkwood, and so you just see all these new teams popping up, and so so many new rivalries and new uh, get the opportunity to mix up different uh, areas into teams, and it's it's just amazing to watch all across the mid state. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night football coverage, Thursday night game of the week football coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, who reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Alongside Scott Stewart, Wade Neely saying hello. Justin Kulik is our producer. And we are creeping closer to kickoff. If you're just joining us, West Creek was delayed in their arrival. Uh, and as a result, everything was kind of put on hold a little bit. Laverne actually went through their entire warm-up. Yeah. It was almost like they went through their whole warm-up, and then collectively everybody looked around and said, well, West Creek's not here just yet, so we're not, we're not ready to play. Right. So they've retreated to the locker room for now. But West Creek has arrived, and we're getting ready to have our very first Thursday night game of the week coming up in just a matter of moments. With that being said, uh, we'll stay here and – We'll call, we'll call for yeah. a break when we get to our anthem here in just a moment. But, uh, Scott, the other interesting thing to me personally uh, is West Creek, as with a 4-6 and six record, they came in, they closed the season strong. They had a 31, a 34 nothing win versus Whites Creek last yeah. year, and then they knocked off Hendersonville. Yep. So if you want to look into that i know it was last year and some coaches buy into that some coaches don't but they, they come into this game on a two-game winning streak here tonight exactly and then that's exactly what they need and they want to make it three something as uh, just about as bad as any uh, any team that that is starting off their season this week that team right there is looking for a win to push them over the top and uh we're going to see tonight if they can get there but yeah if you, it doesn't matter if you lose all the first seven games if you at the point that you've won those last two, now you got a lot to build on, and those coaches are using that. 
And I think that's, yeah, uh, kind of leads into th- this theme of building blocks that we've kind of talked about because you and I have covered uh, a lot of big schools. We've covered a lot of smaller schools. And the fact is the same no matter what. When you get that confidence going, sometimes that's the hardest thing to get going. And some schools are just so downtrodden. They don't have that confidence about them. And then when that light switch finally turns on, it's a beautiful thing to watch as Laverne is now, uh, the band is now exiting the field. But <laughs> So for West Creek, uh, you look at their record and you look at the, the way the season ended, you may say, oh, big whoop. It was, it was two games at the end of the year. But no. these games are precious for schools that are trying to find their footing. And those two wins, uh, if you can roll it into the offseason and roll it into uh, the start of the 2023 season, suddenly you may have a little something here. Yeah, and that's that's what we've been talking about, and we're and uh, that's just really strange that the band went back off the field. But there, yeah, they're coming up in the stands. So uh, I guess it may it may be that that bus that showed up was not the actual football team for West Creek, and it was the uh, cheerleaders and the, and the fan bus because I we still haven't seen a West Creek uh, football player. So it may be good for us to go ahead and take that break that we we're going to take, maybe take a breath and uh, collect ourselves for just a minute and maybe kind of get an idea. But it's very possible that we do not have the other team here yet. We will uh, reassess here. There are staff and there are some folks from West Creek that are here, but the band has come off the field for now. So we're still awaiting uh, some of our pregame festivities. So with all that being said, Scott and I are going to take another break. And when we come back, We'll be back with you guys here once again on the campus of Laverne High School. You are listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night high school football game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back after this. At Dixon Cater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're gonna take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. 
Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GRR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GRR Group today. Main Street Preps Thursday night high school football game of the week coverage brought to you all season long by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office reminding you fans don't let fans drive drunk alongside Scott Stewart. I'm Wade Neely, Justin Kulik, our producer back at Main Street Preps headquarters. We do, I repeat, we do have visual of the West Creek Coyote High School football team. We do have visual of the Laverne High School football team. That means, ladies and gentlemen, that going on about an 18-minute delay here to start the ball game due yeah. to a uh, late arrival from West Creek, we are moments away, we think. Are they going to bring the band back out? That's my question. <laughs> are that, they, that is, that is are a fair question. The band was prepared for the anthem. I don't know why they didn't go ahead and just do the anthem while they had them out there. It looks like the band might actually play now. Okay, and then you got the colors coming out. So the colors are going to come out. I'll tell you what, folks, we will take another break, and when we come back, we will have your kickoff. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night high school football coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're gonna take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. 
or visit them at moxieservices.com. We are moments away from kickoff. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night high school football game of the week coverage brought to you all season long by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office who want to remind you, fans, don't let fans drive drunk. National Anthem has concluded. West Creek is here. Laverne is here. We just had a little buildup was all we really had, Scott Stewart. Yeah, We're moments not, away from kickoff. Not nearly enough drama. Just because it's the first game, of course, it can't be the first game without something going wrong. That's just the way it works. Ask any football coach or AD, <laughs> and they'll tell you there's no way the first game gets done without something going wrong. Nothing anybody can do about the traffic around Nashville, that's for sure. No, sir. <laughs> and so uh, West, West Creek will have, fought, will have fought two foes tonight. They will, Once this game's over with, they will have fought the Wolverines, but they will also have fought the deadly and terrible – uh, national traffic, which makes me happy that I live in Giles County, by the way. Yeah, your trip, uh, despite me being closer, I was in Nashville overnight. Despite you being further away, me being closer, I uh, was uh, the last one to get here today because of said traffic. Yeah. So uh, sometimes it pays. There's something to be said for those back roads. Is uh, all I can absolutely. Say. We're moments away from kickoff here as Laverne will send out its captains here tonight. 57, offensive lineman Troy Miller. Number nine, senior quarterback and playmaker Justin Crossley. Joshua Idawu is a senior tight end, wearing number 11. He's out there. And then also number seven, Dominic Jones, who is also a uh, potential quarterback candidate. We mentioned uh, in our pregame, Laverne's got some question marks after uh, they graduated a really talented Javon Drake last year at the QB position. It's been a fierce battle. It's either going to be Dominic Jones. We think he might get the start wearing number seven, but if not, it'll be number nine, Justin Crossley. So part of your four captains here tonight. Two West Creek Coyote captains are number 20, uh, Jason Owsley, I believe is the way you Jason Owsley. Jason Owsley. And then the other one that I can see is Orlando Dean, the young man we were talking about a minute ago. Uh, that they found walking the walking the halls. Number six, also Daniel Honeycutt, is there for uh, West Creek. And the last but not least, if he'll turn this way, it's number zero. Seeing that many number zeros, they just started letting them wear zeros, right? Yep. Nate Lucas was your other. West Creek will don maroon bottoms with white tops, silver helmets, maroon letters. Laverne is in there. Trademark black and blue, black pants, blue tops, black helmets with white trim on there. We're about ready numbers. to get TWSWA football started up here in, in, in almost. Uh, it, it, hey, it was only Freudian a matter there. of time. Here in Rutherford County, Laverne, West Creek, West Creek coming down the road to take on Laverne to get this, get this year started, get tonight started off. And speaking of getting the night started off, we got three other games that I know of anyway. How about the Smith County versus Gordonsville Look game? Look out now. Now, that's a big rivalry. Of, Smith County uh, showdown tonight. Up by 40, right? And then uh, Cane Ridge at Mount Juliet and Siegel. We talked about them at Shelbyville tonight. So, there's uh, some pretty good games. There may be more than that. That's the four I had on my list. We'll pull that up and continue to keep you guys updated as the night goes on. It ended up being close to a 30-minute delay. But here come the Wolverines. 
on a gorgeous mid-August night. Sun has finally started to set. Feels great, folks. Temperatures in the low 80s, partly cloudy almost all day. We are ready for high school football. Once again, you are listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week. High school football coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. West Creek will receive. Laverne won the toss and chose to defer. And they will kick it off here on this Thursday night. You're listening to Main Street Media Radio. Brand the first we are the first show, first live show here on Main Street Media Radio, looking for a whole lot more to go along with our already uh with our thirteen newspapers and several other and, media entities as well as uh, Main Street Media TV. I am Scott Stewart, by the way. We introduced ourselves 30 minutes ago, Wade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you missed it, you can go back, <laughs> hopefully you can go back and listen <laughs> to it somewhere. If not, we'll try to give you the, the cliff notes here in a little bit. Uh, but I am Scott Stewart, and he is Wade Neely here in Laverne, ready to get her kicked off. We're going to put toe on leather here in just a minute. Juan, I feel it. Juan Cruz is your starting left tackle for Laverne, but he also is going to put his boot on this one, big number 77. West Creek's got a couple of young men back deep getting ready to return. I believe that's number 29, if I'm not mistaken. He got No, there's not a 29, maybe 25. 19 Carver, I think, maybe back there. Yeah, we'll... Uh, 19 and 25, I believe. DJ McCoy and Ryan Carver. But at 726, it is a squib kick, and we are officially underway. It is fielded at around the 18-yard line. And a good-looking tote for Ty Nichols, the sophomore return man, brings it up to about the 27, where the Coyote offense will take over first and 10. He'll be swept out down there. Several of Laverne Wolverines, but number 19. No, make that number 18. Laverne's going to have those numbers. It's going to be hard to see. Alan Harris in on the tackle. Harris is a sophomore inside linebacker for the for the Wolverines. Again, West Creek, after a little travel delay, has made it. Their offense led by number one junior quarterback DJ Swanson. First year as a varsity quarterback. He's a dynamic playmaker, can run, can also pass. Jay Sean Owsley, who was one of the captains Scott referenced earlier, he's their standout tailback, and they have a really good wide receiver in Daniel Honeycutt. From the 28, ball is placed after a little delay here on the far side hash out of uh, pistol formation. It's a deep handoff and stuffed. Big loss as West Creek loses several yards on the play. It was a tote for Owsley, but he is walloped on first and ten. I would give you a number, but it was about half the defense for Laverne that was in the backfield there. It ends up being a loss of really only, they're going to give him forward progress. He really only lost one yard, uh, but, the, but the Laverne defense was in the backfield with him when he took that ball, took that handoff. Second and 11 now at the 28. Personnel coming on here for the Wolverines. Eric Pitts is a senior outside linebacker. He was the last man to check in. Second and 11. Still on that far side. Hash to bring a man in motion to the left. Oh, and there a is block. a nice handoff. And running all the way to that far sideline is Nate Lucas. He's finally pushed out of bounds at around the 40. Going to be close to a first down. 
good looking end around right there as they sent him in motion and handed it off and i think they might have got just enough for the first just got yeah just enough and what a great block he got and i didn't get the number and that's my fault i'm kind of a little rusty too wait but got a great block on the edge over here he was running left and got a great seal block and then used his used his stiff arm and his speed to get around the corner for the first down they mark it now on the 40 near side hash this is the opening drive of the ball game and it's staying in this pistol formation. Man across now. And a handoff, a nice little dive up the middle with some play fake there. Swanson did a great job of faking it. And a good dive. I think that was Ousley again. And he's brought down right near the 45. So pick up a four there. Much better effort after he was stuffed on his first attempt tonight. Yeah, and Ottawa for uh, Laverne uh, was in on among the tacklers there up the middle for the Wolverines. We've been on the hashes for most of the night. This one will come right between the two hashes here. Full house backfield. Now they split a couple of receivers out to the left. There's Honeycutt, the senior wide out in the near side slot. Trenton Buchanan, I think, is on that far slide. They do toss it now to Lucas. And Nate oh, Lucas man. makes a great grab. He gets across midfield, and I'm, he takes a vicious hit at the end of the play, and there is our first penalty of the night. I think it's going to be personal foul. I think they're going to call him for hitting him up high enough. No. No, actually, it's going to be a block below the knees. Big lick down there. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the hit for Laverne was uh, Welch uh, on, the, on the receiver, and that was what you were hearing the uh, fans get a little excited about. But then they threw that flag. I thought maybe it was because he hit him high, but it wasn't. It was because there was a block below the knees. And that's going to bring a illegal block. going to bring that thing way on back. That was going to be a first down. And now you're going to end up all the way back to the 42, where it's going to be second and eight. So erasing the first down, though. Still on the opening drive of the ball game. 925 remaining here in the first quarter. West Creek driving. Good little start here. Nice little stutter step in the hole and a good wiggle to get free and get up is Ousley. Ousley had 50 carries for 280 yards and four touchdowns last year. He's the primary ball handler in the backfield. He stopped. He gets a good chunk of that yardage back, but it'll be third three. But he gets five on that. So, yeah, we're talking third and three. That was uh, Dre Sims uh, among the tacklers. And Ousley moves really good in that. In, he's in. He's a tra one of those little guys that runs really good in traffic. Short steps, moves back and forth. Uh, Sims with a good tackle. First third down of the night. Can the Wolverines get a stop? Three down offensive linemen. Now they bring a fourth and a fifth up close. They're bringing pressure. And right around the down marker on the dive, was your backup tailback, D.J. McCoy. Laverne had about four guys swarming to the football, and they're going to spot him just shy of the sticks right near midfield. And at least at the moment, the offense is staying out on the field for Coach Gallowitz and the Coyotes here. That was Sims again right up in the middle with, with a little help to, to hold him short. Uh, hold the, the little power back uh, short of that first down, and, and he's going to have to get right across the 50. They're on this side of the 40, on the, the back side of the 49. they got to get to the other side of the 50. So it's, a, it's, it's more than a yard. It's about a yard and a half that they're going to have to pick up here. And this is uh, talk about coming in to win a ball game. <laughs> out of the gate, quarterback goes out. They're, they were actually fixing to go 
into a kind of a wildcat situation. Quick timeout. We'll take a 30-second timeout as West Creek burns one. Main Street preps Thursday night. Game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back in 30 seconds. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Lake Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GRR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GRR Group today. After a timeout, West Creek does break the huddle. And they're going with the same formation. The quarterback's going to actually be uh, number six, Honeycutt. Kind, kind of, of a wildcat. Wild. Yep. Man, we're on the same page Ooh, early. Careful. I like that. Man, it's way too early for that. Near side hash. Opening drive of the ball game. Fourth down. There's a little bit of motion there. Now oh there's my a goodness. confusion. It's swallowed up. The Wolverines Idlewoo. with a massive stop defensively. A late penalty comes in, but Idlewoo, the senior, breaks through. And let's check the market. Lost about six on that. It looked like West Creek... Had a little early motion there, but the flag didn't come until the very end of the play. Scoreless ball game here. Biggest play of the ball game. It was fourth down right near midfield, fourth and one. Personal foul against Laverne. Wow. That's a and then a sideline warning against Laverne as well. That is going that hey, we're gonna look back and remember that one, Wade. That's gonna be a big play at the end of this game. If it's anywhere near close. Laverne had taken the ball over in West Creek territory with that stop. I don't know. I didn't see what happened as far as what caused it. Uh, Ottawa just broke through and, and manhandled the back, the quarterback there. But it's going to be a, it's going to be first and ten for West Creek all the way up. It's a personal foul, so they're going to run it all the way up to about the 42 of Laverne. And the crowd, wow. and the crowd is really kind of just realizing. What's what happening happened, right yeah. now? They thought they got the stop. The penalty flag came very late. And it came from the white hat referee, too. I mean, usually that's the most senior guy there. So, personal foul against. Hang on. Now they're signaling. It was a dead ball foul. Got it. Okay. That is a little that's a little more uh, I guess uh, makes, acceptable and all right, makes so a little good. more sense. Maybe taunting or celebration I right, suppose. Yeah. So a dead ball foul which will give Laverne the ball. So not nearly as big a deal. They do lose about 20 yards on, on that. But uh, I'm sure they'll take it with the ball, right? Yeah, yes indeed. <laughs> so Laverne takes over offensively for the first time this season. 752 here in the opening quarter after a good stop on fourth down. Dominic Jones, senior quarterback on first and 10. He's he gives up. a fake, and he is sat on his rear end immediately. Good burst right up the Ryan middle Carver. there. Flying to the football there and making a stop as Jones, the quarterback, loses four. about four yards on that play. So it's second and 14 back at the 38 now, and that was Ryan Carver busting through there. Looking a lot like I do. Idawu look, looked on the other side of the ball just a minute ago. We've seen some great defensive stops here. Second and 14. Laverne is driving. This game is scoreless. 
We were delayed by about 30 minutes here, but we're rolling now. Lengthy build up to this play. They snap it. They throw it in the slot. First pass of the night is complete out in the far side slot. And that's a great pass into space and a nice pickup. And IDR receiver there Craig. on that far side. Trenton Craig does make the grab. Good call, Scott. The junior snagged it, got upfield in a hurry, sets up a manageable third down. And looks like he picked up about nine yards on that. So it'll be third down about five. Reset it on the far side hash. Same formation here. They have one in the backfield behind the quarterback, Jones. Three wide receivers split out to the right. On third down, they're going to fake and give it right up the middle. Everybody in the building thought they might throw the ball there. But a nice leg drive as the ball carrier bursting through the hole. I think that might be E.J. Robinson, Yep. who had a great surge initially, and he was met right around the sticks, but his leg drive got him the extra yard for the first. First first down of the night, Wade, and and, uh, so far Laverne's working the middle with the run game and and then throwing the quick pass outside, just kind of what you would expect for a team trying to get their feet under to start the season off. 5.53 remaining. We are in the opening quarter. This game is scoreless. Far side hash. H-back trickles in. That's Jalen Evans looking to kick out. He does throw a block, and now Jones is going to have to bring it down. He's sacked. Great coverage in the secondary. It's going to be uh, number 25 is going to be in on the sack for and for uh, for West, West Creek, which is D.J. McCoy. We saw him running the ball a while ago. Going to be a loss of about three, four, about five yards on that sack. Coy came busting through. The big man freed him up. Nose tackle Byron Blanchard really kind of opened the space. And just as quickly as Laverne was moving forward, now they're moving backwards. Yep. Second and 15, just shy of the midfield marker. We'll go under five minutes here in the opening quarter on this play. Jones again from the pistol. Turns, hands off. And this time, the West Creek front four swarming to the football. As many as four players coming up to make the tackle there. Derek Brown, who's a senior defensive end, may have got the biggest hit on the ball carrier. And not much gain there. Sets up a third and long here for the Wolverines. Third and 15 now. Laverne playing host to West Creek here tonight. After a big fourth down stop, can the Wolverines cash in offensively? Still shy of midfield. Pocket breaking down, and Jones going to have to take off. Was looking to throw. Ooh, he is tattooed right at midfield. Keatston Leon, the junior who led the Coyotes in tackles a year ago, stuffs Dominic Jones, and it will be a punting situation for the Wolverines. Jones gets to midfield, and he meets a young man named Leon. Woo. And how about that lick? And Leon fired up about it. And uh, – we, we are just going to move the ball around right here around the midfield mark tonight for this first quarter, Wade, as uh, both teams, uh, you know, they're doing a little something, but then you, it's just like early season. You take a couple steps forward, two or three steps back. And Low snap on the punt. Joshua Fleck picked it up, was able to get it away. It's actually a pretty good little punt by the end of this. It's still rolling, bounced at the 20, and comes to rest at around the 17, maybe the 16. So both teams have had the ball. 3.26 remaining here in the opening quarter. 
Alongside Scott Stewart, Wade Ely, glad to be with you. Main Street Preps, high school Thursday night football coverage, game of the week coverage, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. A little feeling out process. How about the lick a moment ago, by the way, though, as Kingston Leon just flying up. We've seen two great stops defensively from two really good quality defenders. And yeah. Leon a moment ago. And then Idawu for Laverne. First and 10 from their own 18. And busting loose for the My first time tonight. Still on his feet and rumbling for West Creek. Out along that far sideline, Housley got free. They lost him about two yards beyond the line of scrimmage. And Owsley runs all the way across Ran out of field. his shoe. Owsley <laughs> ran through about three tackles and out of his shoe. Picks up uh, 23, 24 yards. I'm sorry, 34 yards out to the 49-yard line of Laverne. Big-time run for this senior Owsley. Played all 10 games as a junior. He played a lot of minutes as a sophomore. Good run there. He's going to get a quick breather. McCoy will check back in and busted play. Or maybe not. Swanson, the quarterback, went to turn to his right. No one was there. He turned to his left. No one was there. So he says, you know what? I'm just going to run right up the middle. And Swanson picks up about six yards, maybe seven, on a little busted play right there. Defensive end, Thornley uh, Pierre for Laverne was in the backfield, but uh, didn't know who had the ball, and that was the reason that the quarterback could break free and, and pick up those uh, six, seven yards. A little something out of nothing right there. A little chicken salad, as we oh, say every now and again. Brought out the chicken salad already. 220 remaining here in the opening quarter. This has been a good start to this one. Defenses with two good stops. A little option play. Ball was loose. The option was successful, but then at the end of it, the ball carrier, Honeycutt, lost the football. It looks like West Creek has recovered, but there's also a penalty at the end of the play. All kinds of stuff going on here. As Holly, Drayton Holly was among the uh, Laverne defenders back there. Holding is going to be the call. Second penalty of the night West Creek. West Creek. So everything that just happened didn't happen, and it'll be second down and at least 14, around 14 yards. We'll see. If it's a spot of the foul, it's probably going to be more about 10. 12. Unusual play there. They sent Honeycutt in motion, and it, they really waited until the last possible minute to let you know it was going to be an option. It was really kind of a, a shot put, like a short pass almost, more than it even was like a traditional wishbone, you know, you think back in the day. But it was successful, and then when Honeycutt planted his foot to turn up field, he lost the football. They recovered, but there's the holding penalty that, as Scott said, pretty much wiped out everything there. So where did they set the ball? We point this out every year, by the way, and these guys are, are doing a great job so far, but it is also more than likely, or most likely, the first game of the year for the officiating That's crew exactly as well. Right. That's exactly right. We're going to say 15, Wade. Yep. Second and 15 now on the other side of the of midfield at about the 47-yard line. Late in the first quarter, two minutes to go. Toss in the slot. They go back to Honeycutt, and he tried to run up field, didn't secure possession. Daniel Honeycutt had a touchdown receiving last year. He's one of their better receivers returning. 
And classic case of just trying to run without before he had possession there, and it's incomplete. It's going to be third and long. He's got a look of, uh, you know, like I, I want. What was the young man for Richland last last year? There, there. Ethan Workman. Ethan Workman. He's got a little bit of that. Uh, not not quite to that degree, but he's got a little of that look to him. Clock will stop. Third and fifteen. Minute fifty-five to go. We are scoreless here at Laverne. This is another big play. West Creek went for it on fourth and short earlier, and they called a timeout before that. And here on third and long, I think. No, there will not be a timeout. It's going to be a delay of game. So back-to-back penalties here. Uh, essentially, it's, after the incompletion in the middle there. It's just. It's the first game, Wade. We all know what that 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 this, this kind of stuff's going to happen. Matter of fact, it's considering it's the first game, it's been not that bad. And delayed to due to yeah, travel. Delayed. So West Creek, uh, West Creek really didn't get a lot of warm up in. And now Laverne will take a timeout. We're going to take a quick break as well. I want to remind you, folks, you're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night high school football game of the week coverage, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We are back in 30 seconds. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Timeout taken. It was West Creek that took the timeout. They avoided the delay of game. They wiped out the delay of game. So it's third and 15. Obvious passing down. Oh, okay. But Swanson will take off and run when nothing opened up. And he does a good job. Picks up about eight or nine yards, maybe. He's going to be shy of the first down by about four yards, depending on the spot here. What's a nine-yard pickup? Swanson did a good job of taking off as soon as he saw there was nothing there. But it looks like the punter, Charles Woodworth, will be sent out. So a good stop, second of the night for a Laverne Bunch. Defensive coordinator is your head coach, Mike Woodworth. Hanging their hat on their defense early. About a minute 15 left here in this first quarter. Snap is good to... Oh, Hunter Woodworth, and there's a huge block right there to free up the return man, but not for much. And Laverne will take over Trenton at around Nye the 16-yard line. Comes down and wipes that up. He made the first couple of men miss, and you think at that point that he could take off, but Tristan Nye whew, for West Creek with the big hit right at the 23-yard line where it's first and 10. Been a good contest here, even though we're scoreless. Dominic Jones returns offensively here as the senior quarterback. We mentioned fierce competition in camp between him and Crossley. Handoff up the middle. Looks like the ball carrier, E.J. Robinson, and he's still running. Robinson had a great leg drive, and about four coyotes picked him up, but he kept churning. 
Maybe he got an extra yard there. Carried half the defense with him for at least a yard. Good tote there on first and ten. Seven-yard pickup. Sets up second and short here. They're going to mark him eight yards. Yeah, second, so second and two a long two here. Ball between the hashes here. Fifteen seconds. They should be able to get one more playoff here. Laverne with it. They're going to look to throw. They do throw in the slot. It's a one-hopper. Bouncing at the feet of Quinte Adams, the junior wideout. That's probably the best thing that could have happened there. The play was going to be broken up. There was a man in his face as he was throwing that ball. He was throwing it out in the flat to this wide to this receiver out here, but he was fixing to get eat, eaten up too, so he just bounced it to him. Good good smart play, really. Kind of a business decision almost. Very, very Jones good was thinking, decision. I'm about to get walloped, but if I throw it out here, my guy might catch it. But he also he's gonna lose save, he's gonna lose yardage, so yeah. Save everybody there. Final play maybe of this period here. Seven seconds remaining. It's third and two. And they're gonna throw it in the slot again. This time it is caught. Good play. And right it is again to Adams, who is really stretching on the near sideline for first down yardage. It'll depend on the spot, but I don't Ooh, it's gonna be close. And this is a big way to end the quarter here. First quarter is going to end scoreless here. But the question is, is it going to be first down or fourth down? They're going to bring the chains all the way over to the far sideline. Did you say that was Adams that caught that? Yes, sir. Jones to Adams on the completion there. And... Before we take this break, they're going to have to make sure that whether it's a first down or not, then we'll... The chain gang... We did we did end the first quarter with that play. Chain the gang is having to make the trip all the way across. Yeah. This ball is on the opposite sideline. The tackle on that was made, and, and a good one at that, because, I mean, he could have stopped the first down. We don't know yet. It was Nate Lucas for West Creek. Finding out right now, they're saying first down. Yeah, and it is first down, so... Picked up, uh, it took all of that two yards that they picked up to get that first down, but it'll be first and 10 when we come back for Laverne. We're going to the uh, 40, I'm sorry, about the 33-yard line. Right around the 33, we're going to take our end-of-quarter break here. A one-minute timeout, Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We are back in one minute. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're gonna take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. 
or visit them at moxieservices.com. Wade Neely back with you alongside Scott Stewart on the campus of Laverne High School. Second quarter underway, Main Street Preps Thursday night. High School Game of the Week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. After a pickup of five on second and five, they toss in the flat and they toss over the head of the intended receiver. Incomplete there. Jones was looking for his uh, junior Trent Craig look like and just airmailed it, so it'll be third and five. We apologize for that. They took a extremely short quarter break. <laughs> I mean, that was one of the shortest quarter breaks I've ever seen. Uh, we did miss that fact, but that was Robinson running for five yards on that first play after of the first of the second quarter. E.J. Robinson's been running hard. Laverne had a couple of good stops defensively. They've also had to punt themselves, and now on third uh, down, oh. this ball comes loose at the end of the play. Is it a live ball? It appears for the moment as it is. There is a late flag that comes in, but for now, Derek Brown, the senior defensive end. Looks like a strip sack as Jones was thrown to the turf. And as he was falling, the ball came loose. And we saw the beanbag come out, but we also saw a penalty marker come out. Kind of in the same area. The penalty is against West Creek, but they're marking this ball like it's going to be first. and It's going to be West Creek's ball right at the 20-yard line. White caught it perfectly. I mean, he... Wow. We saw Laverne get a penalty yeah. after a big defensive stop earlier, and now West Creek has had the same thing happen. The penalty will push it all the way back to the 30. They do maintain possession after the strip sack. Great effort there from the senior DN, Derek Brown. So first and 10 after the penalty, it is a turnover, and it, the penalty moves it back to the 30. But it's first and 10 at the Laverne 30 for West Creek. Great position for the uh, Coyotes. Honeycutt comes in motion. They hand it to him on a little end around. Now he reverses field, wiggling and getting up near the 20-yard line. Pick up about six or so. Honeycutt, they brought him over, man in motion, into the backfield at the snap. And then he took a dive right up the middle and then wiggled out to his left. And officially, they mark it off. Gain of seven there for Honeycutt. Yeah. Cameron Williams on the tackle, and what great moves inside. Like, really great moving in traffic. These are running backs are tonight. Scoreless ball game. They go back to Honeycutt, really on the same play, except now instead of zigging to his left, Honeycutt zags to his right. He's going to be real close to the first down there, Wade, almost at the 20-yard line. Did they call it? No, they did call it. The referee called it a first down. So he picks up three yards. It'll be first and 10 at the 20. And uh, first really – uh, threat to score that we've had tonight. 10.05 remaining here. We are in quarter number two. Honeycut. Back-to-back totes on the end around. Offense being led by the junior quarterback, Swanson. They hand it off to Lucas. And Andy Chun would say somebody cheated. Yeah, we got a... Procedure penalty, it looks like here. We're getting close to where West Creek would have had possession if not for the penalty after the fumble recovery. Great effort again from Derek Brown on the strip sack. 
And we got a legal formation against West Creek. Rare to see them call offside against the offense, yep. but they did. Crowd kind of saying the same thing here, saying, well, we're offside on offense. That's what the signal was. Handoff goes up the middle. Nice little tote here for Ousley, who had a great right. run in this ball game. But a good job of stringing it out on the near sideline. DeAndre Sims, the senior inside linebacker with the stop. Minimal gain at best, maybe a small loss on the play. He picked up he picked up a yard, uh, but it'll be second and 14 there at the uh, 24-yard line. And Ashley had a chance to break that free if he could have broken that tackle. But I'm telling you, Sims was not letting go. And not just not letting go, but he pushed him back a yard or two. He, I think, you know, that – he ended up on the ground about back about the 28 or, or so. So, great tackle. West Creek driving. Ball resting at around the 24. Another penetration. They fake the pitch. They give it up the middle. And a host of Wolverines are there to greet the ball carrier. That man that we were talking about earlier, number 11, Idaho, came through there. They did. He did lose yardage that time. Idaho busted in there. Also, DeAndre Sims, who just had a stop a moment ago, was yep. in the mix. They're getting some great penetration along the line right there. Biggest play of the ball game thus far. 8.30 to go here in the second quarter. They bring Honeycutt in motion. They run that option play again. This time it hits the ground. Honeycutt does fall on it, but we had a illegal shift. That's the second time. It's not really an option. It's kind of a shot putt almost. They just throw it out there yeah. like a chest pass. And they were flirted with danger the first go around. This time it hits the deck. Okay. So and they're going to decline the penalty. They're going to take the play, which was a negative. <laughs> Let's see. They were at the 25, and they're all the way back at the 33. So it's a loss of eight. Where it's fourth down and 23 now at the 33. This would be a 40 plus yard field goal, so the offense stays out on the field. Scoreless ball game. Second quarter. You got another penalty. Yeah, it's starting to look like a first game now, Wade. Yeah. Sides again on the offense. That's that second time, and now you're. Now you're almost where you want to punt. You're at about the 38-yard yep. line. It's fourth down and 30, fourth down and 28 at the 38. This is really no man's land. A punt's only going to net you a handful of yards, but it's really what kind of play, Scott? Do you got in your uh, playbook for I'm fourth punt. and 28? I'm punting. Yeah, they're going to punt. They're, Honeycutt's going to come back there and punt. I I pooch that thing down there about the 10-yard line and. You're exactly right. Honeycutt is out there. Seven and a half minutes remaining. Laverne's got one man back deep at around his own five. Honeycutt does get a pretty good little punt away. It bounces. Yeah. Laverne calls the dogs off and lets it roll, and West Creek walks it down to about the two-yard two. line. Yeah, about the two. What a punt for <laughs> Honeycutt. That is not what you wanted to do with that turnover that West Creek got. They're going to have to take the, the win. They're going to have to take out of that is to flip a field position where Laverne is now going to take over with 722 left in the second quarter. 
Laverne's going to take over first and 10 at their own two-yard line. That's the win that West Creek's going to have to take on this, on that. But you know they wanted that ball in the end zone. If you're not going to get points, this is the best scenario. Yeah, you right. pick them at the two. In the end zone now is Jones, the senior quarterback. Laverne's got three wide receivers all split out to the left. They throw to the deepest one, and the catch is made in the end zone, basically, now rumbling out to beyond the 10-yard line. And a nice cut-up field from Quinte Adams, the junior wideout. And they get right uh, into – they get out of uh, the shadows of their own end zone right there on the first play. And they pick up a first pick down. Pick up the first down. Yeah, that's 11 yards. So it's going to be first and 10 now at the uh, 13. I think that's right. Four, actually, the 14. Picked up 12 yards. So 7 to 13 there. Adams making the snag. They stay in the same formation. 6.57 to go. We are in the second quarter. This game is scoreless. Laverne calls for it. Jones hands it off. Bruising run up the middle. Looks like Robinson. That's Robinson. Who's running with some conviction here tonight. Not seen uh, either one of these teams. Well, like other than with uh, Honey, Honeycutt from uh, West Creek, not a whole lot of uh, – Stretching the defense. I mean, they're tr- other than the passing plays that you're seeing here from Laverne. Laverne rotates the personnel. They shuffle three wide to their left. That's the near side. They got one all the way out on the right. And jumping into the neutral zone, Byron Blanchard, the senior nose tackle. But was he drawn into the neutral zone? West Creek's clapping. But it is offside against the Coyotes there. And this is going to be a much more manageable second and short, second and two day market. Six minutes and counting here. All that's left in this first half. Scoreless contest. Trips to the left. Robinson in the backfield and a single wide out to the right. Jones kind of hesitates, but now he finds Adams on the near sideline. He's going to get the first. Scoots beyond the sticks. A couple players in the area. Zante Ferry, the junior safety, coming up to really mop it up at the end of the play. But Laverne picks up a much-needed first down. And for a drive that began at their own two-yard line, the Wolverines are cooking here. They're out to the 25 where it's first and 10. Making, they're finding a little something they like out here, Wade, with the, with the uh, Adams dropping back in the route and uh, just that quick hitch out there. 5.25 to go till halftime. Laverne's got all three timeouts. West Creek down to just one. Handoff will go to Robinson. Little play fake before they give it to him. And he just runs into a wall trying to run on that right side. You got Gerald De Los Santos, a senior right guard, and Lamari Holland, a junior right tackle. They tried to push it forward. But a minimal gain, about two for Robinson there. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to see a little bit here. I'm starting to see this uh, Laverne offensive line start to kind of little take control. Yeah, that was just two yards, but they're wanting to pound that up in there, pound it up in there, and in just a minute, one of these, if they're going to hit Adams on this little hitch out here, and he's going to, and he's going to get the right block, and he's going to be gone. Second and eight, ball on the near side hash. They throw in the far side slot. Oh, oh my, my words! Massive tackle flying up. That's Jaden Hines with a purpose, burying the ball carrier. Was that 25 out there? They caught that. 
I'm thinking it was. Uh, it's, it's Maybe Baldwin, 17. A bit of Baldwin, okay. the sophomore wideout, who has really only played a handful of snaps. He caught it, but he got walloped. And it's now third and 11. Lost three on that, yeah. Man, what a vicious hit from Hines, the senior. Now it's third down. Still four minutes to go. Second quarter, deepest pass of the night. And they tried to go back to Baldwin. But he couldn't run underneath it. It's incomplete. Pretty good coverage right there yep. for West Creek as they had it kind of blanketed. That was Zante Berry. And it'll be a punting situation. Yep. This has been a defensive slugfest here. Well, it's been defense and, and you know, first game slop. It's, I mean, that's just what it is. Kent. Nothing against the teams. I mean, they they haven't played a game yet. That's just what happens in the first game. You get there will be many games across the state tomorrow night. That'll look just like this, like this or worse. Or actually worse. I've seen a lot worse. The snap does get away. Great Joshua punt. Fleck is the punter. It bounces at the 45, and it'll roll down to the 39. So West Creek will take over first and 10 at its own 39 with 3.43 to go. Still anybody's ball game in this scoreless contest. West Creek's got one timeout. I was going to make the point, Scott, that Laverne had a dream scenario. If they'd have been able to march down, bleed basically the whole second quarter off, and then they get the ball to start the second half, they could have really kind of put a, this right. game in a vice grip. But now it's game on yet again. At the 39. In the pistol. And a give over to the left, kind of student body Ouch. left, as you might say. It's a massive, massive humanity pushing it there. Keelan Hall and Isaiah Daniels are the left tackle and left guard. That's McCoy powering for about five, if not more. I mean, he actually got about eight yards out of that, looks like. Yeah, they're still moving the sticks up. Yeah. I mean, he carried multiple <laughs> Wolverines on that. Good tote. But D.J. McCoy showed promise as a sophomore last year. Scored a touchdown, even though he only had a handful of carries. Second and a long two, under three minutes. And West Creek, they had a promising drive before they were forced to punt a moment ago. They're, they've been their own worst enemy, yep. really, to be honest with you. They had that ball at the 20 a while ago and lost. Yardage pretty much all on most of it on penalties. And now they're going to lose another five here after a great run. Back to the 42-yard line. Scott, it is 0-0 here in our game late in the second quarter. A score in Shelbyville midway through the second quarter. It is Siegel 28, Shelbyville 23. Mm. Two, two wildly different uh Sounds like the defenses are having a hard time in those games. You are right, my friend. <laughs> Second and seven. They bring a man in motion, honey cut, and the play is blown dead. That was going to come back, too. Any momentum that West Creek has been gathering yeah. offensively has kind of been negated with penalties here, unfortunately. Offsides. I, I, I know there is an offsides on offense, but I've never seen it called that much in one doesn't, game. Yeah, that get called off. I know it's there. I know it is. Don't y'all quit yelling at the radio. I know there's offsides on the offense. 
I just don't see it called that much. I've seen it called more than I <laughs> And I tell you what, though, you do see this. An officiating crew notices something that the offense or the defense is doing, and how many times you see it, they just continue to oh. hammer them until you make the adjustment. you got to fix it, yeah. And that's kind of what's happening right now. So we now. went from uh, second and two to second and 12. They give on the inside trap. That's McCoy again running hard, man. McCoy right up the middle. found a little daylight. And he gets back beyond the original line of scrimmage, close to the 45. Gentle breeze flowing through the press box here at Freedom Field on the campus five. of Laverne. Five-yard tote. I got my eyeballs on the clock here. There's 90 seconds. And West Creek is slow to come to the line. You know they're thinking, at a minimum, we want to get to this halftime tie. Let's see what they got here. Third and seven. They bring Honeycutt in motion. They hand it to him. Honeycutt. Sagging back to his left again. They run this play where Honeycutt's on the left, and he cuts up the middle and then tries to wiggle back to the sideline. He picks up up about five. Yeah, he picks up about five, too. So he's back. They got it back to fourth and two where they actually had it at second down a minute ago, but now Honeycutt's going to drop back to punt. He's so fast. You know why he's back. He's got a good leg, obviously. He's punted really well. Now we're going to get a call. Timeout called by Laverne, looks like. Talking a lot with the coaching staff uh, in preparation for this game, telling us that Honeycutt, he's a kid that's really their best playmaker. He's, yeah. He's got a couple of small offers already on the table uh, after playing really uh, a little bit as a sophomore, but last year is when he kind of caught fire. And we got a timeout, but late in the quarter, we're going to stay right here. Laverne actually took the timeout, maybe thinking, Get the ball back with a little time to try something. Alongside Scott Stewart, Wade Neely, glad to be with you. Our producer is Justin Kulik. It is Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage here on Main Street Preps Radio tonight. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, who want to remind you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Punting unit, presumably going to come back out here. Return man is back for Laverne. Wolverines and Coyotes locked in a tight one. 0-0. 46 seconds remaining. Just shy of midfield. The snap is away. There you go. cut, and now he's having to flee. And now he's across oh midfield. My. He has the first down. Now there's going to be a, a late penalty comes Uh-oh. in. We're going to have a fight, too. We don't to be careful here. Honeycutt, the fake was there initially, and then it closed. So Honeycutt had to kind of audible, and rather than run to his near sideline, he had to come back to the right. He got the first down. He had even more space before he tripped and fell, but at the end of the play, there are one, now two penalty markers. Well, the one penalty marker is uh, for number 42 for West Creek holding. The other one down here, maybe they picked it up. I thought it was because they almost started fighting, but they, the hold was on number 42, and he was so far away from the play, there was no reason for it. They would have had the first down. Like we said, West Creek's kind of been their own worst enemy here, Wade. It's going to move it all the way back to the 36. And ironically, if the play, the fake was ran as designed to the left, uh, I don't know that West Creek would have gotten flagged for it because – 
Yeah, if they'd gone the way the way he had originally gone, they would have never even looked at it. Donovan Price was like, "Hey, they weren't supposed to run my yeah, way. What was he doing over I, here?" I thought right? I was able to hold, but they're gonna have to repunt. Thirty-one seconds remaining. It's a little high snap, but Honeycutt does get it. He does boot it. Laverne calls for the fair catch and then is unable to run up and grab it. And everybody's backing away, and now white, uh, the white jerseys of West Creek will down it at around the 26-yard line. Do you run a play here and get cute Scott Stewart, or do you just take a knee? Not after the way this first half's gone, Wade. I think everybody goes in the locker room and sit and, and kind of wipes their forehead with a big relief and says, okay, we got we, we really did everything we could to make sure that we were getting beat, and, we did, and we're not getting beat. So let's get in this locker room. Actually, going to start at the 30. Out to the 30-yard line. I, I, unless you think you've got a play where you, you've seen something where you think you can get somebody free. Both these teams so desperate for wins after losing seasons a year ago. Maybe hand it off to 20. Yeah. Just see if something develops here. It is a good-looking carry up the middle. That'll end it. And Robinson picks up a couple. But that should take us to halftime. And indeed it does. So after the game starts some 30 minutes behind schedule, the scoring has not developed just yet either. It's been a very entertaining game. But at the half, it is West Creek 0, Laverne 0. Defensive slugfest and the offense is both struggling at times to find their rhythm. And we will take a timeout. We want to remind you, folks, you are listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, who reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. We're back after this. 0-0, your score. Dixon Tater Shack. We take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're gonna take care of 50 plus different pests. 
and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GRR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GRR Group today. Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office alongside Scott Stewart and our producer Justin Kulik. Wayne Neely saying good evening. We are at halftime here on the campus of Laverne High School where the Wolverines and the Coyotes of West Creek have battled to a stalemate. 0-0 your score. It was an entertaining first half at times as the team's Showed pretty good uh, signs of life defensively, but also, especially on the West Creek side, penalties, Scott Stewart, really kind of came and bit the Coyotes from behind, unfortunately, as they had multiple drives either fizzle out entirely or really be greatly impacted due to penalties. Yeah, I think if you're going to look and see, you know, who had the, as far as once when they were doing good, who had the best execution, you know, you almost had to say offensively it was West Creek, and, de- and defensively, actually, you would have to say it was Laverne. Uh, West Creek did, but West Creek really did most of the damage to themselves when they had opportunities, but Laverne did a good job of, of stuffing them when they needed to. Uh, Sims comes to mind. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Ottawa comes to mind as a, as a big playmaker for Laverne, for the Wolverines. Uh, but, yeah, you know, if you had to say one team looked better than the other, you know, Laverne didn't make near as many mistakes. Yep. But West Creek really had the most dynamic, I guess you would say, uh, playing plays and also ability. You know, of course, they had the one big defensive play that turned the ball over and flipped the field. So you'd almost have to give a little advantage of West Creek right now, but, you know, 0-0 on the board, so nobody's got an advantage, really. Yep. It has uh, been back and forth. Uh, the most promising drive of the night, West Creek, Strip sacking Dominic Jones, the senior quarterback, and it was a great strip sack individual effort from Derek Brown. But on the strip sack, we had an immediate dead ball foul that pushed uh, West Creek back even further. That drive eventually, uh, despite the fact it started near the red zone, was ending in a ended a punt. Yeah. They get the punt down to the two yard line. You're thinking, okay, we're time to pin our ears back. But Laverne, kudos to the offense there and uh, offensive coordinator B.J. Oliver. They dug themselves out of a little bit of a hole and got out uh, close to the 30 before they uh, themselves were forced to punt. So teams trading punts, a couple of penalties for West Creek really impacting their chances. Seen a lot of great open field tackling, however. I will say that, uh, Scott, as we saw a couple of great hits, Kingston Leon and Jaden Hines for West Creek making two tremendous open field tackles. And then Ida Wu, as you mentioned, for Laverne, has really done a great job, especially in the first quarter. Had a fantastic effort there defensively. Also seen some great play from fellow senior DeAndre Sims. 
Cam Williams at the safety position has been involved. And I love the name. I just got a shout-out to defensive end Thornley Pierre for Laverne has yeah, uh, been involved here tonight as well. That is a great so name. They have uh, done a great job. Hey, real quick, folks, we are uh, going to swing it around our scoreboard here in just a moment. Before we do that, I want to give a quick shout-out and uh, – uh, I want to remind you guys that Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, who remind you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Earlier in the week, uh, a real big shout out to some friends of ours, especially over here at Laverne. We want to thank Miss Pauline Jeffries, a good friend of mine personally, uh, part of their bookkeeping staff here. She was able to uh, make some things happen. Thank you, Pauline, as always. Also, thanks to Athletic Director Mr. William Jones, who we got to speak with earlier today. And then also thanks to West Creek Defense Coordinator Brian Jolomo, who really uh, was handling a lot of our duties for West Creek. And then we also got to give a special shout-out to our Stats and Ink Department up in uh, Davidson County, our friends at Merle School, uh, helping print out some paperwork and make sure all of our charts and notes and whatnot look pretty handy. So. A lot of folks behind the scenes helping make this uh, broadcast try and go off as smoothly as possible here tonight, Scott. And we've got anybody's ball game at the end of two quarters. Laverne will get the football, however, to start the second half. Uh, and if they can move it like we've seen them at times, you got to think they have a small advantage. But this thing really is anybody's game tied 0-0. Yeah, and I'm just crunching some numbers here. I Got to put get my I'll get my shoes and socks back on here in a minute. But uh, yeah, you know, based on my completely and total unofficial results, and I haven't gotten all of West Creeks yet. But Laverne, forty three total yards for the first half. I mean, you know, the the signs of life were in the passing game, where the quarterback, uh, Mister was it Jones? Uh, Dominic sorry, Jones. Dominic Jones. Yeah, where the quarterback has a. Uh, is five of seven for 22. And then, of course, that one ride receiver, the Adams, the Adams is three for five, uh, three catches for five yards. Uh, Robinson ran good, ran hard. He never really broke free. I got him with 21 yards. Maybe I may have missed some, missed a carry or two in there, but pretty much I got him for 21 yards and uh, maybe 25 at the most. So he ran 40 to 45 yards total offense. I'll get you some numbers here in just a minute on west creek but the numbers there are going to end up being uh there's going to be two two players that are going to well all the all three guys that carry the ball are going to have decent numbers they're probably going to be they're not going to be 100 yards total offense though offensive yardage is at a premium uh in this contest but uh if you stuck with us during the second quarter you know that we've uh, shouted out a couple games and let's run through our scoreboard here reminder you're listening to main street preps Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you all season long by the fine folks at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office who remind you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Around the score and around the state we go over in East Tennessee. Obviously, they got the uh, Eastern time zone to their advantage here. This game's already in the fourth quarter. Knoxville Halls, 27, Campbell County, 14. Uh, Cane Ridge is trailing Mount Juliet. Mount Juliet, I believe, was up 17 to nothing, but Cane Ridge puts a late uh, score that game is approaching halftime again 17 to 7 there 0 0 your score here West Creek and Laverne Siegel and Shelbyville Shelbyville we'll see how about that by the way Shelbyville plays back-to-back Thursday night games to start the season we'll be 
uh, on the broadcast next week when they travel down to Lewisburg to take on Marshall County. Right now at the break, it's Siegel 35, Shelbyville 23. And then over toward West Tennessee, South Gibson and Milan are deadlocked at 14. Uh, Dresden is trailing Westview 20 to 12. And Raleigh, Egypt is getting bruised up by Germantown 49 to nothing. Those are all the scores. Quite a few games across the state here tonight on this opening night of high school football. Yeah, of course, we all remember last year when everybody had to do a Thursday night game. They were There were a bunch of them getting them in that first week, yes. right? Yeah, it was slammed last year. Yeah, yeah, everybody was playing that Thursday night game. But this year, obviously, don't have to do it. Uh, I think uh, from where we're from in Giles County, there's only one of our teams is going to play a Thursday night game, and that's going to be Richland on the very last game of the season. Uh, from what I remember looking at the schedule, Giles County does not even have a Thursday night game at all, and a lot of teams don't this year. So, but we have been had enough to find Main Street Media Radio a great schedule this year, and we just appreciate everybody listening in. If you maybe take a minute with about four four fifteen left here uh, in the in at halftime, and just say, hey, you're listening to Main Street Media Radio, and I am, and he's Wade Neely, and I'm Scott Stewart, and we are. This is the uh, maiden voyage of Main Street Media Radio, the first live uh, content that you will hear here. And so, welcome in. If you're a if you're in Middle Tennessee, from Kentucky to Alabama, down up and down the uh, that 65 corridor, you know Dixon, Fairview, Murray County, Murfreesboro, Wilson County, Gallatin, Sumner County, Robertson County. Uh, I'm not going to mention. I'm going to leave a couple out, but that also includes Pulaski, where Wade and I are from. You are under one of the 13 to 14 Main Street Media uh, newspapers, and that's where this all started was with the Main Street Media newspapers, and now we have branched out outside of that into radio, television and radio. So we've got Main Street Media TV has been going for about a year, and now we've got our radio station, our radio going, and this is what we're going to do with start with because we all love local sports and local news as far as that goes. Yep. And I'll say it again. I said it earlier. If you're listening to us and you you're in a town that's got a Main Street Media newspaper, get a get a subscription. You're supporting local news, and you don't realize this exactly. And local sports or local athletes, your your local schools, you really don't know how how important that is until you lose it. And you can take that from a couple of guys who almost lost from a community that almost lost theirs. So, just gonna I'll get down off my soapbox now. And just and just say that you know we're just so t- I'm I'm tickled to death to be here and uh and can't wait to for us to have the rest of this this uh this ball game and every other one that we're gonna cover tonight or this year. Well said, my friend. And uh, we did run down our schedule uh, earlier in the broadcast. And if you missed that, we'll pull it right back up here again next Thursday night. We're in Lewisburg, where Marshall County will host Shelbyville the following week, August 31st. We uh, have a Davidson County showdown as the brand-new James Lawson will host Stratford. And then uh, we have a September 14th showdown, Division II matchup between CPA and BGA. September 28th, at the end of September, we have Oakland traveling to Siegel. October 5th, Ravenwood visits Franklin. And October 26th, Brentwood Academy versus MBA. And we also have a couple of flex weeks kind of built in there to make sure that uh, we can bring you guys a game yep. if one pops up. Speaking of scores, Scott Stewart, I totally whiffed. I know this is the game that you were wanting to know about, but I can tell you at halftime, 
a slobber knocker between Smith County and Gordonsville. Just right down the road up uh, 40 there. Smith County leads 13-7 to in that one. Gordonsville's had some really good teams the last couple of years. Yeah. That is a close ball game at the break. It's inter-county rival right there, man. I mean, they, 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 don't, they take that serious it's up in Carthage and Gordonsville. So uh, that's a very interesting to watch. Hey, uh, real quick, I did get the final numbers. About 73 total yards for White's Creek. Uh, I got uh, Honeycutt running at three for 15, as well as uh, uh, DJ McCoy at three for 15. And then the young man, number 20. You pronounce his name a lot better than I do. Jayshon Owsley. Owsley, yes. The young Owsley, uh, four for 43. 73 yards total offense. So, you know, like I said, no, nobody's going. Nobody could claim victory in that first half, right? Uh, you know, nobody was able to get in the end zone, and there was a lot of reasons that uh, that they did not have more success than they did. I would say, if I was going to give somebody the uh, the the check mark for the edge so far, I would have to give it to West Creek at this point, just because they were a little more dynamic offensively, but. Both teams still, obviously, deep in this game at 0-0. Zero to zero. Yep, well said, and both teams are getting ready to trot back out. They'll do a quick little bit of warm-ups. And West Creek, who, uh, as we've noted multiple times, was uh, uh, late arriving with traffic issues. Yeah. Um, maybe they're just trying to get to the – this may be the best thing for them is to get finally to get to the locker, locker room. room and catch their breath. You're right about that. As uh, We'll take a couple extra minutes for warm-ups. So with that being said, Scott and I will step aside for a timeout. It is halftime here. Your score is 0-0. Laverne and West Creek are locked in a tight one and a low-scoring one, obviously, as it is 0-0 at the break. want to remind you folks that you're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night high school football game of the week coverage brought to you by the fine folks at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office who remind you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Full break. We'll be back right after this. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. 
What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GRR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GRR Group today. Street Prep Thursday night high school football game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Halftime in the books. Nothing, nothing. Your score. West Creek will kick it off. White uniform, white tops, I should say. Maroon bottoms. Laverne is in their classic black and blue. The Wolverines and the Coyotes getting ready to kick this second half off. On a Thursday night, Mother Nature shining down on us. We've been in the low 80s, probably going to dip into the mid-70s. Hey, I'm telling you, Mother Nature knew it was football season. That is as good as you can ask for, folks. Absolutely knew it. Sun was beaming down on us, but that set pretty quickly by the time we got underway. We've had a great view of an entertaining game, even though it's been low scoring, and there have been penalties and turnovers. But it's been entertaining, and we're still looking for that first score here tonight. Again, West Creek coming in on a four and six record, but they won their last two. And Laverne, even though they finished two and eight, had a chance to make the playoffs last year. They dropped a heartbreaker to McGavick, nineteen to fourteen. Yeah. So, like we said early on, we're, these two these two teams are trying to make a statement tonight to get themselves off on that. Woodworth is the kicker. He swings. Toe meeting leather for the second half, and it's picked up on a hop at around the 22. And a nice little return here for Laverne. Wolverines trickling out toward the near sideline, and that is Drayden Holly, the junior return man. They're going to mark him out right around the 35, where the second half begins here on Main Street Media Radio. Laverne will be moving right to left here in this period. If you're just joining us, they deploy three to four wide receivers every play, just a single back rotating in and out of the lineup there for the Wolverines. Really, it's been E.J. Robinson almost every carry here tonight. He shuffles right behind the quarterback Jones and Jones does a great job of play faking and a hole opens up on the right edge and Jones is still on his feet he's out across midfield the ball came out huge first down and at the end of the run the ball comes out and there's the beanbag it's a fumble and White Creek has the football 
Is there any chance he was down? No, the white the white bag came out. Well, we say that. No, they, okay. I and saw I'm the white, not, yeah, I saw, I saw the, the bean bag, partner. That usually that's a twenty-four yard run. Wow! All the way out to the forty-two of West Creek, and that right there, folks, is halftime adjustments. Is what that is. Biggest play of the night for Laverne on first and ten. They give Good to run. Robinson, who twirls his way. He stood up and then kind of. Kept pedaling his feet in a circle almost, and he falls backwards to pick up an extra yard or two. It's going to be a five-yard pickup down to about the 37. And, uh, you know, I told y'all, told you back at the end of the first half, it looked like Laverne's offensive line was kind of getting control, and it's even looking more like that right now. We said especially on that right side over De Los Santos, the guard, and Holland, the tackle. And now a quick snap and a quick toss into the flat. Bit of Baldwin tried to catch it and came up empty. That's probably one of those passes. Probably a good thing he didn't catch it. It's that, incomplete. And it'll be yeah. third and five. That keeper by Jones, what I was going, what I was trying to say a minute ago, is was absolutely one hundred percent. Somebody saw something on some film at halftime. I mean, he he hadn't run the ball yet the whole night. Can Laverne cash in? We are scoreless here in the third quarter. The give goes to Robinson. He stood up, and now Jones, the quarterback, runs up to try and push him forward. The pile is not moving. Good job of flying up and closing the gap. Just a one-yard gain. Jalen Jackson, who's one of the outside linebackers, a sophomore for West Creek, made part of the stop there. And now it's fourth and five, decision time here for head coach Mike Woodward. Oh, they're, they're not even thinking about it. The only question is, the decision is, what play are we going to run? Well, I mean, this is the closest that Laverne had their furthest uh, penetration in, in the field that Laverne's got, so there's no reason why you don't go for it. 9.55 to go. We're in the third quarter. Can the Wolverines come up? They're going to throw for it, and they airmail it incomplete. Trying to link up with the junior wideout, Trenton Craig, who had leaked out of the slot and was open, but Jones just led him too far and it's incomplete in the turnover on downs. West Creek are going to come back out now. Uh, they're, going to, they're going to feel like they won that, having given up that big play and didn't give up any more. And the offense that has had the most success so far this game is on the field. And uh, see what they can do. You're right. West Creek has moved it well. Just penalties have really hurt them. And they give a sweep here to Honeycutt. Honeycutt is yielding ground. He's yielding ground. Now he finally falls to end the little episode there. He's He's brought down. Yeah, yeah, they're still walking. He's down around the 26, 27-yard line. And there's a hole. So he's lost 10 yards, and they'll probably decline the penalty. It's a 10-yard loss anyway. And there is the official. And, yeah. You're in mid-season form already, partner. Yeah, you know, I've been been around the block a couple times. You did. You you worked a, a game ahead of me already. You did work a middle school I did game in Pulaski on Tuesday. That's right, I did. And uh, actually, first time I had done a football play-by-play, and I don't know when. I don't have any idea when the last time I did it. Maybe it's better we don't yeah, uh, say, yeah. I suppose. I had Mark Mines on my <laughs> team that last other night. 
So Scott's got a game under his belt and absolutely bottled. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, they call him. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, walloped in the backfield. Tremendous stop there for the Wolverines. Ruiz. Kevin Ruiz, the sophomore. And at the end of it, the tailback, Owsley, broke free. But as Scott alluded to, they did stop the forward progress. But Owsley did a great job of selling it, and he almost got away with it. He did almost get away. That's going to drop them back. Let's see. They were at the 26, and now the, where's the ball mark? 23. So it's going to end up losing three. You're at third down and 23 now at the 23-yard line. I don't know what I've got in the playbook here for this, partner. Well, they, 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 they I'm telling you tonight, I doubt they got anything in the playbook for this. Uh, probably, if it was me, I'd be running – the best thing they did was run the ball up the middle all night. Owsley's had a good burst. Let's see if they give it to him here. Third and very long. Scoreless ball game. They will throw for it, and it is dumped into the flat, and it is caught out in the flat by the tight end. And a good catch there for Tristan Nye, the freshman tight end. He's well short of even the original line of scrimmage, but a little – Sign of life there, and kind of a new wrinkle in the playbook <laughs> for West Creek. That's the second pass that they've thrown tonight. First one was incomplete, and uh, it, it's a seven-yard pickup. Obviously, they're going to punt now because that's been their best play on fourth down so far. Although they did have the fake punt earlier, they got called back because of the holding. So Honeycutt stands back at his own 19. It is a good snap. He's able to get a good boot on it, and Laverne. Nearly touches it, and West Creek dives on it, maybe a little prematurely, but a good-looking roll either way. Ball down at around the Laverne's own 26. So the Wolverines will take over. Both teams have punted on their opening possession. We are in the third quarter, 7 minutes, 23 seconds in the period. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week, high school football coverage, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, who remind you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Having seen what I've seen so far this game, Wade, if, I, if I'm Laverne, I would like to see them get on the backs of the big boys up front, the high lollies like you, you guys like to call them, and ride them all the way down the field for to, to get in the end zone. I think that's their best thing they could do. Now, yes, once you, once you establish that, you can throw it some. I'd like to see them just ride them down the field for a drive. From their own 26. Jones turns to make sure Robinson's behind him, and now the ball still wiggling. <laughs> Jones is finally able to corral it. Back to the line of scrimmage. It kind of bounced up in the air, and he had to pin it against his helmet momentarily, but he secured it, and he got upfield for maybe a yard after all of that. That was a dangerous sequence there. That was the uh, most interesting zero-yard run that I've, I've seen in a while. Way they, uh, He wanted to hand that ball off to Robinson, and, and he never got a hold of it himself, nope. barely. E.J. Robinson was kind of going to his right. Jones bobbled it briefly. Second and ten. Robinson situated now. They do give it to Robinson. Now churning back across to the left, and he is smashed right around the line of scrimmage. This outside linebacker, Jalen Jackson, having a good start to the second half. The yes. sophomore making a nice stop there defensively. Yeah, man. Actually, I'm, they're, they're doing this off-tackle stuff, and, and you know, I, I'm letting my quarterback or my running back just I mean, just blast it right up the middle. They've got the they've got the size, and they've had, and they've really gained control of the line of scrimmage. If I'll just use that, six fifteen to go, 
Third quarter, almost halfway gone. They will drop in a straight shotgun. Deepest ball of the night down the sideline. Incomplete. Good coverage there defensively for the Coyotes. But really, the pass didn't have much of a shot. Trenton Buchanan, the sophomore cornerback, was going step for step with the wide receiver. Really, the first deep ball for either team we've seen tonight. Yeah, and the one thing, yeah, and the one thing you can see about Jones, you know, he he won the quarterback battle that you were talking about. You know, he's got an arm that got a cannon for an arm, and of course, we've seen on a couple of shorter passes, the touch is not quite there. It's that's all this first first game of the season stuff that we're dealing with. They got Fleck back there, the punter. He gets a great looking kick away. That thing is knuckling and Honeycutt. Honeycutt couldn't help himself. He does make the fair catch, but he had to fall almost all the way to the ground to make the grab. And it saves probably some yardage on the bounce, however risky it was. And he takes over at the 40-yard line. Wait after the first half where we had no three and outs. We've had nothing but, well, we had three, three. Well, no, we had one first down, so two straight three and outs. They did get that one first down on that first play, but. Two teams trying to find themselves. Like I said, not only are they trying to find themselves in this ball game, they're trying to find themselves in this season, and, and this is the step. This is the number one step that they're wanting to make. So it, it's understandable where they are. Deep ball downfield intended for Honeycutt. They went on first and ten, and it's incomplete. Swanson had a decent touch on him, but Honeycutt, just not open enough, and it's, I like I like his arm. He he's got a pretty a pretty ball that he's throwing. He's just he seems like he's a little nervous. It's like you know that he, he's like I can't get rid of it fast enough. That kind of look. So he'll calm that down as he comes along. He is a junior this year, and as we said, stepping into that spot for the first time as a starter. He's had time to throw, but that one definitely rushed. Slowly back to the line on second down. And now they are going to see Swanson looking for something to his right. He has to go all the way back to his left. Play developing toward the near side hash, and he ends up on the far sideline. Swanson does pick up a couple, but he had to run about 35 yards to gain about five. Going to end up being six, actually, Wade, and well, actually, no, it's not. They started that at the 41, so it is five yards. He ran a great length. Gives them a doable third down. And, you know, something that they've gone away from that was working was the McCoy running up the middle. He was running hard up the middle. It's like there's just some dysfunction in the offenses because they just don't have any rhythm or anything. There's that shot put again. They do get it off to Honeycutt. Best time to, uh, that play has been ran tonight. Honeycutt had a block or two, but his daylight slowly faded. And a promising play sees him only gain a couple, and it'll be fourth and a long two. And it's right near midfield, which is where we began this ball game, way back in the first quarter. They've worn the grass out there at, at, at midfield tonight. West Creek went for it. Now, this is where Honey, you got to be careful with Honey. He tried this a minute ago and uh, had it if there hadn't been a holding call. And he's so fast. If you give him that corner, don't think that, don't think that Laverne doesn't know it. Look at him. Saw a fake earlier like Scott's alluding to. 
Honeycutt stands back at his own 38. It is a good snap. He doesn't really think about the run. He sizes it up. God, oh, that's going to have to be a penalty, yeah. <laughs> and Laverne briefly looked like they had touched the ball. West Creek recovered, he but he, he was, was blocked into it. Yeah, He was tackled before he could get it to him. So we should see Laverne get a few extra yards here. We're late in the third quarter, 4.07 to go. This is still anybody's ball game. 0-0 your score. West Creek coming in on a two-game win streak. Now they officially mark off the catch interference. Next Thursday night, it'll be Shelbyville at Marshall County. That is going to be a fun one. Shelbyville's in action tonight versus Siegel, and then Marshall County plays Columbia tomorrow night. And now, Laverne takes over finally at the 30. They're on the near side. Laverne's still moving right to left. And they turn, they give, and a hole is there. And now a massive humanity. There's one, two, three, four Laverne blockers and four West Creek tacklers. That's they, what I'm looking for. They right finally there. bring down Robinson there. E.J. Robinson, the junior. Six yards. Just churning away some yardage here as we trickle away the final 340 here in the third quarter. That's what I'm looking for right there, Wade. I'd like to see them do that. I think they could do it all the way down the field. I really do. They move Robinson to the left side hip of the quarterback, Jones. They give it to him. He busts one right off of the, well, hip of his left tackle. But he, and he has a first down, but he comes up. He stepped awkward on that cut. I think that's when it got him because he, he was he was hurting before he ever went to the ground. Robinson does get the first, but now your top ball carrier departs. Davion Brown, the senior, checks in. We'll keep our eyes on E.J. Robinson. Hopefully he's okay. You're right, Scott. He planted and went down very awkwardly. He was running awkward before he ever went down. It was on the plant. First and 10 near the 50. Wolverines are driving. The first carry on this new sequence and a huge Ooh. hole and Brown busting right through. Davion Brown, the senior, out to around the West Creek 30. One of the biggest plays offensively for either team tonight is Brown pops for the first. Welcome to the ball game, Mr. <laughs> exactly. Brown. That's right. That's 21 yards, rumbling, bumbling, and stumbling, and they're doing exactly what I called for a minute ago, which is they're coming right up the middle off, off those big boys. Laverne looking for the first points, 215, and they run Brown right up the middle. This time the offensive line pushed back a little bit. West Creek had a good surge. Chiefly led by Jalen Jackson again. This linebacker's been active here in the second half. Well, what you got to do, what West Creek's got to do is they got to stunt to get in there and get the penetration to slow him down, and that's what they're doing. But what's going to happen is they keep that up, and at some point they're going to catch them doing that, and they're going to toss his ball out here, out here to Adams, and he's going to be gone. I'm just telling you, just get ready for it. Minute 45 to go, second and 11. This is the most promising Laverne drive of the night. 
With the backup running back in, they toss it to him. Mm-hmm. And that play very slow developing, and he is bottled up in the backfield. One, two, three players come That's flying McCoy, in. Yeah, McCoy leading the charge there. And now you drop back. You're going to lose another what? Uh, That's at least a four-yard loss, maybe about six. Well, yeah. So they went from the 33 back to the 38. So that's a five-yard loss. And just like that, you're at second, third and 16 now at the 38. Tell you what, Scott, these three linebackers, DJ McCoy, Kingston Leon, and Jalen Jackson, all of our uh, juniors are seniors. Yeah. Playing hard. And they are downhill, buddy. Don't think they're not. Third down, third and long. Pocket breaking down and going down is Dominic Jones. He is sacked. Great effort coming, flying off the edge from that bullet position, they call it. Ryan Carver, who's really a linebacker, but he's kind of lined up as an end slash kind of safety almost. He just came roaring off that edge and sacks Jones. And just a few plays ago, this promising drive for the Wolverines has fizzled out. 20 seconds remaining in the quarter. They're going to send Fleck in to punt. He's standing at his own 40. They may not have to punt until the fourth begins. Fourth and 25 there from the 47 coming up, and it's uh, that was a minus nine on the sack. You're right. They're not going to. You see Coach Woodward down there on the sideline. Mike Woodward in his third season says, let's just take this to the fourth quarter. Well, it's been entertaining. It has not been the most aesthetically pleasing <laughs> ball game, but it is deadlocked. We are tied. We're scoreless here, in fact. 0-0 zero, zero your score when we come back in 60 seconds. It's Laverne and West Creek right here on Main Street Media Radio where you are listening to Thursday night high school football game of the week coverage brought to you by Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back in 60 seconds. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. And we're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. Street Prep Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Laverne punts on the opening play of the fourth quarter. We are tied 0-0, and West Creek will take over. Who will crack the code first? Any points may win this game. Maybe not even a touchdown at this rate, Mr. Stewart. The closest thing I've seen so far is that somebody's going to get a punt block because they both have flirted with it. We really haven't talked about that, but it's been close. West Creek. Give up the middle. Oh, my. Yeah. Three Laverne players swallowing up the ball carrier back there. That defensive front 
for Laverne is just nasty. <laughs> just telling you, man. The Wolverines relying on that front. Corey Latimer's a senior. Kevin Ruiz has had a great game, a sophomore, and Thornley Pierre, a senior. The three down linemen. Then you got Ida Wu and Sims who played great games, kind of yeah. flying off the edges as well. Yeah, there's there's really not much. The only thing they've had up up the middle is when McCoy was getting some, and he was having to run real hard to even get that. They're, they're going to have to stretch it somehow or another. There it Toss is. Toss over the middle. Oh, In and geez. out of the hands. That's that inexperience from that uh, starting quarterback, Wade. You Chaz know, Robinson I just yeah. he's rushing. He's rushing it. I mean, it's just he's rushing it. Chaz Robinson incomplete, but you are exactly right. You can see that developing, and Swanson just rushed the delivery, and it was off target. I mean, I'll put it like this, Wade. You could have thrown that pass and, and hit that man. You and know, that's, and that's saying something. Well, I mean, I know. And I'm not being critical of the young man. He's going to – everything's going to slow down for him. I know it is. But that right there, you want that real bad in this ball game at this point. Scoreless ball game. This is third and about 10. They fire it toward the sideline. They're looking for Nate Lucas or Daniel Honeycutt. Both are in the area. But it's incomplete, and that is a quick three and out for the Coyotes. Yeah, the Coyotes have really had a hard time getting – that. you know, they I called it. They were the most dynamic team in the first half offensively, and and uh, they, they, they have completely – the wheels have come off on their offense. And uh, – They've got away from some stuff that was working, too, in the first half. Maybe they'll come back with it here late in the fourth. Somebody's going to have – it's going to be – somebody's going to miss a tackle. There's going to be a, a, a broken play. Here, look here. And is that a design fake? That was a design fake, and it's going to end up giving La, uh, Laverne some amazing field position. A design fake – I'm sorry, folks. I was glancing down at my notes here. As I was getting ready to describe Honeycutt punting it, but he ran, he's ran a fake earlier in the game. We talked about his ability as a playmaker, but he picked up about five. That maybe. was a very gutsy call, and now Laverne takes over. This will be the first snap for either team in the red zone tonight at 10:41 left in the quarter, or excuse me, in the ball game. In the fourth quarter. Jones, nice little dummy here. He needs to beat one man. He does, to a degree, on that left side, dropping the linebacker, freezing the linebacker, and he cuts up field for a gain. About, what, four? Robinson, Robinson was out there, and he's limping back off again. So he's done something to his, to a, to his legs there. He picked up about four. Second down is six now at the 16-yard uh, line. Robinson is down, and also Idawu is down. Oh, is he? He looks like he's maybe just resting. Cramping. Right? Top linebacker. This is a scoreless ball game. Ten o two remaining. Deep handoff to a new ball carrier. That's six. And that's going to be a pretty decent gain right there. It's going to be close to the first. Yeah, that's and yeah that six. is number six. That's Sam's on from the defensive side. Yeah. Dre Sims coming over. So he comes from the 16 down to the 11. That's a five-yard pickup, right? So it's going to be third and one. This is a 
very precious moment in this game right now for Laverne. You got to come away with some kind of points. Third and one. They're not thinking three. They're thinking six. Spun around and dropped very near the goal line. Another tote right up the middle. Down to the three. Eight yards. Eight-yard pickup. Nine fifteen to go in this game. Laverne has it first and goal. Subbing some personnel off. They got three wide receivers split to the right. In a scoreless ball game, Jones with a back to his left hip, and he gives up the middle and stuffed. Man, West Creek's front is nasty. That's one you'd like to see the quarterback hang on to, Wade. He, I mean, the read was there. He could have taken that, probably walked into the end zone. That's that's another first-year starter that he's just he's going to learn that stuff, but got an injured uh, coyote on the ground McCoy and Leon both coming up to help make the stop that's Derek Brown who recovered a fumble on a strip sack earlier who's right. down it looks like it could be just hopefully a cramp you know right about the time I was saying it was going to take a, fa- a, a mistake or a, or something in the special teams I never expected it for at uh, fourth down and 12 deep in your own territory for West Creek to uh, turn Honeycutt loose and try to give him the opportunity to get that first down. Uh, and it wasn't even close. And that, that's the mistake, that mistake between somebody's ears that time is where that came from. And uh, I don't know if it was, you don't know if it was called play or not. Right. It really doesn't matter. There was a mistake made. Somebody should made a decision on that that shouldn't, that wasn't going to work. And that's why I kind of deferred to you. I was just gl- uh, glancing at my notes here. I look up and I see Honeycutt taking off, and that's why I was curious: was it designed or was it one of those, you know, oh, hey, was, you run no, if it's there, but no, it was it, not. I there. mean, it wasn't a bad snap. It was. I mean, he took the ball, pulled it in, and took off. I mean, that it was a whether it was designed from the coach or designed from him, it, it was it was called fake, some one way or another. So a big turnover on the fake punt. Laverne is knocking on the door. It is second and goal from the two. Jones in the pistol will take the snap. He moves a back to his right, oh, and no. the ball hits the ground. And I think West Creek might have fallen on I it. They got it. It was never really fully secured, and it is picked up by Tristan Nye, the freshman, I do believe. It was a bad exchange, yep. Wade. <laughs> Bad exchange. And with 8.29 to go, and you can see Jones. Jones coming off talking to the coaching staff, kind of making a motion about putting the ball in the breadbasket. Just week one miscues between two teams that have struggled in the last couple of years to put it all together. They've shown promise, but at least right now, this game is still for the taking. We saw Laverne have to play from its own two earlier. Now it's West Creek. Man in motion. And Honeycutt is not only dropped in the end zone, the ball is loose. Is it going to be oh, a it's safety? Be a safety. Swanson, yep. that is a genius play, by the way, from Swanson, the quarterback. The ball was loose, and Swanson tried to dive on it, but instead of making sure that Laverne didn't fall on it for the touchdown. He at least had the heads up to knock it out of the back of the end zone. You give up the two rather than give up the six. But either way, 
I know you had a fourth quarter safety deciding this ball game uh, on your bingo card. Hey, tonight, what better Scott way Stewart. to start off our if this our game Thursday is two night to football. nothing, partner? Hey, it's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> wow. Honey there's a lot cut. of ways. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you could think about it. Now, look, it, it was what you've seen so far tonight, which is penetration by Laverne. Got it, caught it. Of course, they were running a play where he's running half, you know, halfway back in the end zone. He's tackled, ball comes out. There's about five different people that had a chance to pick it up. And like you said, the quarterback, Swanson, bats, finally bats it out of bounds to at least hold limit it to the it. Damage, hold, yeah. Limit the damage. My goodness. Two to nothing is your new score. You're listening to Main Street Preps, Thursday night game of the week coverage, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Alongside Scott Stewart, I'm Wade Neely, our producer, the great Justin Kulik. Two points. It might be enough to decide it, as there's only 8-17 left in the ball game. And I mean, the second the words left my mouth that this is the <laughs> that Laverne snapped it from their own two earlier tonight yeah. and got some uh, daylight. West Creek, let's see what they can do. And you were 100% right. The play never got a chance to develop, and it developed in the it's, end zone. Well, it's it's that group of linebackers for Laverne that we've been talking about that just they were in the backfield really as soon as the hand, ball was handed to uh, Honeycutt. Wow. Honeycutt's going to be a great playmaker. I agree with that. But he's one of those playmakers that you need somebody else for the defense to have to key on, and then he, then he takes it. They, you take advantage of that. Here's the ensuing kick. Laverne will take it at the 35. And a great return out across midfield, and now finally upended at around the 44. That was Drayden Holly. Holly with a nice return. Holly's had a couple nice special teams plays tonight. Yep. And Laverne, not only with time on the and the score on their side, they got pretty good field position to begin this drive here. Started there at the 43 of West Creek, first and 10 here. And this is where you want to see them. You mean just hang on to the ball for sure, and uh, just pound it, just pound it on them right here. Eight oh seven to go, Jones. Naturally, they're going to throw for it on first down, or they were planning to. And Jones, pretty good job there of not forcing the pass. Yeah, and a good job of flying and uh, making the tackle is. Backup Number linebacker 58 there. there, yeah. Isaiah Daniels. Good job by Daniels there. It's about a five-yard loss. And honestly, though, if you're Laverne, the, the time is really the biggest thing. And you lead two to nothing with seven and a half minutes to go. No, and there's another bobbled snap, but they get it away. And now busting across the original line of scrimmage and then some is Sims, who has emerged as a great little backup <laughs> ball carrier right now. This game is off ball, the, the rails ball, tonight. The ball handling has got these coaches, especially on the burn side. I guarantee you they're about they're holding their breath every time it's snapping. He went from the uh, 48 down to the 40 down to the 37, so it was an 11-yard pickup. Third and four down at the 37. 
driving left to right here in the fourth quarter. That is a big gain. And a handoff up the middle. Jones, the quarterback, just got the handoff away. And that is a massive delivery to Trenton Craig, who had came from his wide receiver position to carry that one. Laverne's only a, a couple first downs away from really maybe thinking about milking this thing right. all the way out. That is a big first down, ball resting at the West Creek 31. They're doing what they were doing to get the ball down at the uh, first and goal situation a while ago. They're, they are running right off their, their center and guards right now. A-gap, baby. Give to the left here. Sims taking the handoff. This has been a wild game. Six minutes to go. We are halfway home here in the fourth quarter. Laverne can all but ice it with a touchdown here. So let's see what this defense for West Creek can do. They, their linebackers and really the front seven has played very well tonight. Is that it? Robinson may be back in right there. Let's check. Robinson. No, that's, that, Br uh, Br no, that's Brown. I'm sorry. Brown running to his right. And about four West Creek tacklers just picked him up, planted him back to the canvas there. 5.15 to go. Two to nothing is your score in this fourth quarter. Laverne fumbling at the two-yard line, going in for a would be our first touchdown, but then promptly forcing a safety. It was all part of the plan, Wade. Uh, that is a plan. That is for sure. You, you are correct on that. <laughs> Just like they drew it up. Got an H back in here. Kind of a little bobble on the exchange there yet again, Brown but they again, do get buddy. it away. Out to the 25, maybe the 26 here. 440 to go now. Both teams have all three of their timeouts. It's going to bring up a fourth and five right there about the 26-yard line. And of course, they're not going to punt or kick right here. The good news, if you're West Creek, is you can get a stop. And get a chance. And get a chance. The bad news is. You had not done anything with it this heck and a half. You got that right. It's two to nothing here. It's been a tough offense. And well, Laverne, kind of with a hard count, let's see. There was movement on both sides of the line. I don't think it's, even if it is offsides, it's going to be enough it's to get them. The, it's going to be close. You're right. It'll be maybe a yard. It's going to be real close, but it's not going to be quite enough. Fourth and one. I mean, this is essentially your ball game here. The clock is running. 4-10 to go. Staying in the pistol, and Laverne might have got West Creek to jump again, and they did, and that is a first down. That may have, that may have been it right there. First and 10 now at the 16. West Creek got all three of its timeouts, but we're looking at the same situation. Even Laverne just runs the uh, clock out and turns it over on downs again. There's going to be little time, and you got to go about 80-plus yards. West Creek slowly creeping everybody into the box here. Stay tuned. Jones calling for it. Handoff up the middle. Oh, my. Baby. Untouched. Rumbling in for a 16-yard 
touchdown for the Wolverines. Our first offensive score of the night comes via the Wolverines as Davion Brown, the senior, rumbles in for the score. And Laverne is an extra point away from effectively ending this ball game. It's eight to nothing, your new score. I charged nothing for my services, Wade. Did you see where all of those runs went? Right off the guard, inside between the guard and tackle. A gap. Every single play for the last uh, going back to the last possession and what happens? They score a touchdown. So I won't charge anybody for the my advice. The first one's free? Yeah, first that, one's free. That's, that's right. what you're telling us. Uh seven eight. And you're, you're exactly right, though, Scott. You go back as Laverne actually took a timeout to get this play set up. Obviously, this is a massive extra point here. But you go back to the second quarter. I remember the very instance that you mentioned, and it was just a two-yard play, but you saw something on that line that you liked, and you've been shouting it out ever since. And if you said, if they will ride those big fellas, something good is going to happen, and eventually it did. Yeah. Touchdown. 18 yards out from Davion Brown, the you know, backup tailback. The, yeah, we talked in the first half about West Creek kind of was looked most impressive of the two teams, but over the course of this game, you saw that Laverne's learned Laverne's the better team, and and it's just it, they've kind of grown into that role in this ball game. 3:31 remaining. We will take a break after this very important extra point. The snap is good. Nope. The kick. Oh, he bounced it over. Did that go through? It did. Yeah, it bounced off. It bounces off the bottom crossbar and somehow, like a skipping a rock on the it skips pond, across it, yeah. skips across. Massive extra point. Your new score. Laverne leads it 9 to nothing. 30-second timeout when we come back. You are listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Nine to nothing is your score. Wild game here tonight as Laverne. It took Got three plus quarters, but the band and the fans have really got something to cheer about. Andy Chun, I always love. Y'all don't know Andy Chun, but he was a football coach who I used to, who taught me how to do this this gig here. He always loved the band, so that's that's a. Shout out to my friend Andy Chun. Well, great football coach. Great guy. Laverne made the extra points by the narrowest of margins. I don't know that I've seen an extra point like that. As soon as it left Fleck's foot, it looked like it was blocked or it was just a low kick, but it somehow caught just enough of the bottom cross of bottom goalpost. And then skipped across, like I said, kind of like a rock almost. I don't think it was blocked. I, it really, it literally, Wade, Wade could not describe it any better. It skipped across. It skipped across the crossbar. And so we kick off. Fielded 
on a run out by uh, the 15 and now running toward that far sideline. Now West Creek, who had moved the ball in the first half somewhat effectively, but really killed themselves with penalties. A fourth down fake punt call went awry here in the second half. They really swung this game wide open. And now they have to score not once but twice. The Laverne Drive, by the way, seven plays, 43 yards, took four minutes off the clock and pretty much salted this game away. Unless, hey, we've seen a whole lot in our first game, Wade, so I'm not ready to give up yet. (laughs) we've We've seen just about everything so far, and this is our first game together. Handoff will go to Honeycutt who looked like he was bottled up in the backfield. Did the ball come loose? Honeycup, uh, excuse me, that was Nate Lucas. I'm sorry. Jersey looked similar there, the yeah. six and the zero. Lucas was bottled up briefly, but then he popped forward. He picks up about five. Now they're still walking, maybe six yards. There's three minutes left to go. It is nine to nothing. Laverne leads all the points coming here in about the final five minutes. Five, a eight, safety eight, and then a late touchdown. Maybe seven. Yeah, they just kept walking forward. Second and three. Honeycutt does go in motion. There's that shot put pass again, kind of like an option. And Honeycutt has a first down out to the 40, but there is a flag. And it's in the vicinity of a hole. Wow. Yeah, they... West Creek, look, they've got... They've really hurt themselves a lot in the first quarter. With, I mean, in the first half with the penalties, obviously that's something that's going on again here. Uh, there's some pieces there that they really, if they can just get them together, and especially along the line, I think really the key to what's going on with them is is along the line. And you got to figure that's going to get better. As you know. Here comes Swanson fleeing. Now he's scrambling. He's got massive daylight out across the 35, now out across the 40. He's finally brought down at the 42. West Creek will call its 18 first yards. time out. An 18-yard keeper. And Swanson is brought down. And we're going to take a quick timeout. We're going to take a 30-second timeout. We're back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Alongside Scott Stewart, Wayne Neely, glad to be with you. Producer Justin Kulik, I think I got that right there, with us tonight back at Main Street Preps headquarters. Laverne leads 9 to nothing. There is 2.25 remaining in the game. West Creek needs two scores, and they need them in a hurry. And they are giving it to Honeycutt, who was bottled up. Lucas, again, I I beg pardon, folks. They're the same build, pretty much, and their jerseys are similar, the zero and the six. And they're both very shifty in the backfield. About four yards. Now, if you're Laverne, though, 
West Creek's only got two timeouts, and they got to score twice thanks to that massive extra point a moment ago that made it 9 nothing. Second and six. There's a lot of time coming off the clock here. Laverne. Faithful coming to life here on a Thursday night. Swanson is firing in the flat. He threw that right into traffic, did he? There were two receivers in there, but there were several DBs as well. But tight end again, that freshman tight end. Nye makes a great catch. You know, they got a senior tight end, Matt, who had a lot of great plays last year. Haven't seen him tonight. Got to wonder if he's injured because Nye, man, that was a great catch in traffic. Just beyond midfield now. Minute 20 to go. Ken West Creek. Here's a toss. This is undercut, and he slips free. He's got a foot race. Foot race. End zone. 47 yards during our commercial break. Scott is on his A game already, folks. I'm here to tell you because he said if you could throw somebody else in the mix and take their eyes off Honeycutt, he could slip loose and burn you. And that's exactly what happens. A little dart over the middle, and he runs about the extra 36 yards to pay dirt. West Creek is on the scoreboard. Your new score, 9-6. to six. Yeah. I mean, I may be using everything up tonight, Wade, just so you know. I'm He's not, on a heater, folks. <laughs> I may not have anything left after tonight. That's just, uh, it, it is exactly, and of course, he's had that pass two or three times tonight, and he had to hit it. He finally hit it to the right man. Block. Extra point is blocked. Not the end of the world either way. You can no. still tie it with the field goal. And obviously, now you can't win it the final moments here. We're going to stay right here. A minute nine to go. West Creek's down to two timeouts. So this is. If you saw this score, Wade, you'd think we didn't ever have a touchdown score. Right. Nine to six. <laughs> Looks like a field goal battle tonight. Uh, yeah. I, and we've had just a little bit of everything already. And I, I, it's amazing we have a safety. We've had an extra point skipped off off of the off of the uh, crossbar, which I don't know if I've ever seen that. Nope. We've had a uh, blocked extra point, uh, and it's just, it's been an amazing start to our uh, season so far. And look, does this game is this the prettiest game that anybody's ever seen? Absolutely not. But what did you expect on a Thursday night to start the season? There's always going to be this kind of stuff happen, and uh, and I will say this too: these two defenses are pretty darn good. Just yes. by the way, let's make sure we say that. Especially the defensive front uh, for West Creek and then the linebacker core for Laverne really seem to be really good. We'll find out as the season goes on. But but the but the, but the, the defensive front for both these teams are, have been pretty impressive for a first, first night. Defensive coordinator Brian Jolimo told me earlier in the week, he said, hey, look, yeah, our defensive line and our linebackers, that is the identity of really our whole team, and we saw that play out this evening. This is the biggest play of the night. What do you think is going to happen here, Wade? I feel like they're going to onside kick. You know, I went through a middle school game the other night and never saw the first onside kick. Now, that is saying something. Everybody's lined up for Laverne, and they drill one, and it is caught immediately. And brought down at the 40. So Laverne has it with 106 to go. West Creek can stop it two more times. 
I guess as long as you've got a honey cut on your team, you've got a chance to score as long as they're the second on the clock. I will get I will say that. That's they he just showed you that right there. And it didn't take much. Just lost it for a second in space. Oh yeah. Like I said, Dawson's had that pat had that very same route open two or three times. He finally caught Dawson that I mean uh Honeycutt wide open down there. They weren't going to catch him once he got loose. West Creek needs a couple of stops and a little help. And a give up the middle. And now we got a couple of people down, including a lineman for Laverne, very slow to get up. A lineman for West Creek, slow to get up. But everybody is up. Man, that is Derek Brown. And that's good to see him back in. He left with an injury earlier. And he's hobbling off right now, but he's... I didn't think we'd see him the rest of the night. No, not the way he came off. They did call that first. They did call that uh, timeout that we would expect that we would expect them to call. The second timeout called by the Coyotes here. And I don't really want to mention this. Uh, Careful. You know the jinx is true. You're right. I mean, it's a real thing. How about this? If you're Head coach for West Creek, Rob Gallowitz. After what you've seen at times from the Laverne offense, who's put it on the ground a couple of times, you're saying, you know what? There may only be 56 seconds left, but we're in this thing still. Yeah. And you can tie it with a field goal. Ball handling back in your backfield for Laverne is probably your biggest liability right at this point. Matter of fact, you almost don't even want to see them hand it off. And they will not hand it off. Jones is going to call his own number. But then he's fumbled it a couple times, so you wonder if he – but anyway. And Nye comes up with a big stop. Good game tonight from the freshman tight end, Tristan Nye. And that is the last time out for West Creek. It'll be third down and about four. Maybe a long three here. What do you think the chances are we see a hard count on this play <laughs> well, coming out? Are you going to go 100%? Laverne's still got two timeouts. Well, yeah. You, why wouldn't you hard count it? We uh, we saw West Creek jump off they two did plays it, they in did a row. In, on that scoring, when they scored down there, right? This has been quite the contest, folks. Our maiden voyage here on Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week. Laverne. With a safety and a touchdown, goes up 9 nothing. But West Creek says not so fast. 48 seconds to go. This is the biggest play of the ball game here. This is the ball game for West Creek. They do snap it, and Jones is brought down. And he's about a yard or two shy of the sticks. And now it's just a question of how quickly can they reset the chains. And will you get a snap off? The clock is at 30 seconds. Fourth and one. If you're Laverne, you're just going to probably let this bleed all the way down and take your time out, I would assume. It's down to 15 seconds. You could hear a pin drop in this I know, right yeah. Now. Everybody's like, what's it going to do? Everybody's looking at the clock and trying to figure out if it's going to make it or not. Eight seconds. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. They will not have to snap it, and time runs out. 
on the Coyotes. They got the stop, and now the defense is out on the field pointing at the scoreboard, and the officials... Calling time, they called a timeout. They're saying they granted a timeout for Laverne because the clock was not going to elapse. Coach Mike Woodward was even looking. He didn't look very celebratory when the clock hit zeros, almost as if he knew that they were going to have to take that timeout. So they're going to probably put at least one second on. And if if they put one second on, you could just end it with a simple kneel down. Laverne has not gone under center all night, by the way. That would be something. <laughs> and as a well, we're doing the Wolverines game here as a Michigan Wolverine. I have a little right, a little uh, PTSD from the. Michigan State game years ago on these end-of-game situations. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say on that. Jones is back out, so the offense is going to try and snap it with two seconds left. And They do stay in the pistol. A clean snap will end the ball game. Jones just has to take a knee after two seconds. Biggest snap of the ball game. Oh, he got him offside. And they do a hard count. And it's offsides on West Creek. Why do you hard count there and didn't hard count? I mean, it's all part of the plan, as you said earlier, I guess. And the first down, and I don't know that the crowd kind of really realized what was going on there because, or maybe they wasted all their celebration energy (laughs) a moment ago. They're like, you know what? It should be a format. Now you have to snap it again. Right. And they do take the knee. And that will end the ball game. So an unusual ball game kind of comes to an unusual end. But either way you slice it, either way you dice it, Laverne moves to 1-0. and The Wolverines pick up a big win here on Thursday night, Main Street Preps game of the week action, knocking off the visiting Coyotes of West Creek 9-6. to What a wild way to start our season off Scott Stewart as the hometown Wolverines score all their points late build up a 9 nothing lead and then hang on for a 9-6 win a real nail biter by the end of this thing tonight yeah you know what do you, you come into a ball game and of course you read off a score a while ago down at Sheppieville where you know they were scoring a bunch of points out there uh you know sound more like the offenses were ready than the defenses we hit one where the defenses were ahead of the offenses both these offenses have a lot to a lot to work on i think we saw the burn from the very beginning of this game to the end of this game get themselves an offensive identity and it it is it is up the middle with either robinson or or uh, brown the running back or sims as the running back and the court and they they will develop that into a, a also a, a passing game because their quarterback can throw the ball, and they got a couple of pretty good receivers. Like a, I, I like the upside in what you see coming from LeBurn. Obviously, they won the game, which is another big step. Down here on the other end, like I said a minute ago, and I, and I will stick by that as well, there are some pieces for this West Creek team if they can, if they can get it together, and I really do believe that, the big that the, that that comes starts with their offensive line 
and because they really need to give their their backs their their skill people the chance because they have a they have a lot of really fast quick guys that need time to get themselves where in position and they're really going to lean on that offensive line both defenses were were tremendous tonight as far as i'm concerned very well said and i was just getting ready to make this point scott uh that these two teams battled hard tonight and uh it's unfortunate that uh one of these teams is going to come out of here with a loss because uh this is a game that was there for the taking for both teams and the schedule immediately gets a lot tougher for both of these squads going forward so yes you may be able to smooth out your wrinkles from week one but the bad news is now you got to take on some stiff competition as laverne We'll play Siegel next week, and you got Green Hill, who's really blossomed since they've uh, launched just a couple of years ago. For uh, West, yeah. For West Creek. West so, Creek, yeah. A final score here tonight. Again, it was a wild one, folks. Nine to six. But it is the hometown Wolverines knocking off the West Creek Coyotes here this evening. Yeah, and I would give you some stats for the turn the lights off on us. <laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> I had uh, got the, the the offensive stats really tonight aren't going to be that 23 uh, Brown for for Laverne ended up at the end of it all with the uh, with the biggest night you know of course uh, Honeycutt caught the 47 yard touchdown pass right there at the end and then the Brown uh, the Brown kid for uh, for Laverne was able to bust loose on about a 20 yard no it was a 16 yard touchdown run he 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 and the Robinson to be the top rushers for Laverne. Not a lot of offensive stats to really talk about anyway. Uh, so I would guess that's why the lights went out. Yep, everybody's uh, packing <laughs> up. But we can tell you, folks, 9-6 to six is your final score. Laverne goes to 1-0 and oh for the first time since 2020. They defeated Rockvale in a much different ball game that night, 49-35. to 35. But right. Laverne is 1-0. and oh, And West Creek falls in their season opener. And again, Laverne beats Siegel next week. And West Creek gets Green Hill. It is going to be a wild week uh, of high school football. Tonight was just the opener. We kick off with a ton of games tomorrow all across our various Main Street Preps and Main Street Media outlets. Yep. Main Street Preps is your one-stop shop for all of that. We've got a ton of coverage coming your way. And then, folks, don't forget, uh, with all due respect to the scoreboard tonight being just 9-6, to six, Scott, when Shelbyville and Marshall County get it on next week, I feel very confident in saying the offenses will be ready to rock and roll. Well, Those are always two high-scoring bunches. I mean, that was Shelbyville was already scoring a lot tonight, right? So, yeah, you can look forward to that happening, that's for sure. So, again, 9-6, to six, your final score tonight. Laverne does knock off West Creek. And that will wrap up week one here. What a wild night it was here in Rutherford County. Want to say thank you to our producer, Justin Kulik. Also want to thank all of our hardworking staff behind the scenes. A lot of folks to shout out that really made this week one uh, get off the ground as well as it did. And then come on back, folks, for week two as it will be again. Marshall County hosting Shelbyville. Scott, any final thoughts for you as we depart? No, it's been a good night, good first night. Hey, kudos to both these teams. Uh, you know, you, we, we get to sit up here and talk about it. Those kids get out there. They worked hard. They played hard. 
no, I would not cast a dispersion one against anybody. Some people make mistakes. Some things don't happen the way they're supposed to happen. They don't always look the way that you wanted it to. But at the end of the night, both these teams can walk off with their heads up high. Can't say it any better than that. Again, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Wade Neely saying so long. He's been Scott Stewart. And again, our producer, Justin Kulik. We'll catch you next week, folks. But tonight, it's a final. Laverne wins the home opener 9-6 to six here in our very first Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Good night from Rutherford County. You've been watching the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. The Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week was brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk.